nerd. 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 I'm not kissing a nerd. What is a nerd? Nerd! Holy crap, are we nerdy? Welcome, Nerdables, to episode 112. This week we are talking Doctor Who, and we're going to talk some Battlefront, uh, give you our review, and wrap up our conversation of that game, and probably never speak of it again. Uh, We're also going to be talking about George Lucas finally making a statement about his involvement, or lack of involvement, in the new Star Wars movie and Star Wars going forward. And then we'll see if there's anything else we can uh, fit into the show. So join me are Chris, Ethan, and Sebastian. Hello. Welcome again, guys, since we <laughs> seem to had some technical difficulty the first time. So let's talk Doctor Who first, since uh, Chris and Ethan don't really have much involvement in that. Yeah, we can get it another way quickly. So the, the Clara is gone We should now. say spoilers. Spoilers, yes. And uh, jump ahead if you haven't seen it. Yes. But Clara is gone, finally. Finally. Are you happy she's gone? I'm a little happy she's gone, because I like the actress mm-hmm. a lot. I think she did a really good job. Uh, the character, over time, became very grating yes. on me. And it, it's one of those things, like, yeah, she died, and it was, oh, it was very somber, but in it, her own way, kind of, like, it was her time. Like, her arrogance got so many people killed. Yes. It was about time that, that something happened to her. And they even stated that in this episode, where, you know, she has gotten too arrogant I mean, a couple of times. Yeah, she she thinks, it's like, it's like oh, you, you travel with the doctor for six months, and you suddenly think you're the smartest person in the universe. You're getting a lot of people killed. It's time for you to go. Do you think that when she was first introduced, that this demise fits with it? I think so. I think so. Because they seem to have gotten away from the, the impossible girl that they right. had with Matt. And... Yeah, and because that was also a different character, too. Yes. In, in her own way. I, I, I liked it. I thought it was a really, really good finale for her. She's not my favorite companion. I, I just wish they would go back to the Russell T. Davies, like, one companion a season. Yes. You know, I know Stephen Moffat's kind of going classic by having someone that's going to stick around for a while. But I liked you know, new characters mm-hmm. all the time. But that's just me. That's personal preference. Well, there's a lot of harkening back in this episode. Yes. There yeah. were, we saw the Ood. We yep. saw Cyberman. Retcon was in it. Yep. The, the drug that Torchwood uses to wipe people's minds. Yes. That, to me, that was, that was a great little Easter egg to yeah. put in there. Yeah, and it's still to sort of nod, like, hey, Torchwood's still canon to Doctor Who. Yes. Although he disappears a lot. It's like it's, I always feel bad for the Torchwood guys. Like, where'd the doctor go? You children of Earth, you know, all uh-huh. that. All those storylines, like, you, you really should have been here to help out. Well, Children of Earth was the, was the one that had uh, Peter Capaldi in it. Yes. And apparently, they've already referenced the, the first appearance of, of Peter Capaldi in the Doctor Who universe. Yeah. Uh, but apparently, Russell T. Davies had a big plan Already right. set to why there's so many different looks to why why Peter Capaldi Peter Capaldi's character or Peter Capaldi as the actor shows up so many different times because he's a good actor. Uh, I know that's the I know that he had his own explanation. And I don't think we'll ever get to see that come to fruition. When he when Stephen Moffat announced that he was going to be bringing Peter Capaldi to yeah. Doctor Who, he called up Russell T. Davis and said, "All right, what was your plan?" Right, but and, the plan is different the moment he takes over. It's going to make it his not. own because he, he, well, it is. But he also said that because he was saved and he was not supposed to be by the tenth Doctor, that it threw that character's. His his family tree basically out of whack yeah. in time, so when Russell T Davies or when in Torchwood he kills himself and kills his family, 
basically ending his bloodline, right? He puts his family back in order, right? And, and I the, thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, and the doctor remembers this face and uses it this time to remind him to always make sure that he keeps things in line. Yeah, no, I thought that was I thought the, the explanation's kind of clever. I wish they, you know, again the the what ifs of actually seeing Russell T Davies do it, who I think. Could have done it better. Who I think could have done it a little bit better, or at least le- uh, at least they're, they're both very heavy-handed writers. Mm-hmm. But Stephen Moffat, you know, is like a like a bad magician trying to hide his yes. heavy-handedness. Yes. And Russell T Davies is like, no, I it's Doctor Who. Let's have some fun, right? You know, and and I I kind of you know they have different styles, and you can appreciate both. Well, when I first heard the the uh, explanation that they gave to the whole Peter Capaldi thing, it sounded like an internet fan, you know. Yeah. Because, you know, you, you see him with Pixar, with all these other ones where they try to tie everything together and make sense of things. Yeah. You see it with Star Wars. You know, even with the Star Wars Indiana Jones and the Nazis thing. Right. Tra- you know, where everybody comes up with their own fan theories. Right, and then in the comics for that, they actually found, like, Indiana Jones and Short Round found the Falcon, yeah. crash-landed on Earth just as a fun joke. Yes, but, you know, so they, they do things like that in order to, you know... But yeah. th- this is what it felt, felt like to me when I heard this explanation. Yeah. It was like, man, some fan came up with this and they went, it works. Let's yeah. use it. Yeah, it was really... I, I, I've enjoyed it. The season itself has kind of been meh for me. Yeah. Uh, I don't think they needed to bring Missy back or the Master, whichever. I, I like her character. I like, I like her character and I like her, but I already got one season with mm-hmm. her. And it's like, give me more time. I so... Can, I feel like he sort of is constantly revisiting the same themes. Yes. And that's my that's my biggest issue. Is like I don't need the master recovered for the third time, mm-hmm. fourth time. Well, technically the fourth time cuz you got the master twice with Russell T Davies. Yes. And you've got him or now her twice with Yes. With, twice in a row with with uh Stephen Moffat. It's mm-hmm. like mm, I want something different. Otherwise, I like the episode. I liked Did I you liked, like going to Diagon Alley? Yeah, right. there was there's a lot of really fun stuff, but again, it was because it really it looks like because everybody keeps saying it's the dodgy part of, of uh, Diagon Alley. Yeah, which it looks like it. I, yeah. I, I honestly think that they went to that set, repurposed it for this film. Of course, yeah, because it looks exactly like it. Yeah, um, or for this TV show, um, there. I mean, there were a lot of little things in there. Like I said, um, I, I liked. I thought it was time for Clara to go. Yeah, I on you know I I, I liked her, but she did, she is very wearing on you. Ex- the way that they portrayed her this season is begin beginning to be very arrogant, even more so than the Doctor. Right. Who at least he has the age and experience to warrant a little bit of arrogance. Yes. It's like he, she doesn't, and I, I know that's what he's you know you, you know if that's sort of the a reaction that the character can elicit. That means. It's done decently enough. Mm-hmm. Well, it's almost like they flipped roles. Right, right. She became the doctor, and he became the companion. Right. And, you know, Moffat and everybody's always said, well, the companions are the forerunners of the show. Right. But this is what it felt like this season, was that she was the doctor, and he was, you know... Or at her... least she, she was trying to be. Correct. She was trying to be. Um, do you want to see him pick up a companion real soon? Uh, I mean, it, it, it either I could go either way. Like, I don't need a companion right off the bat. I mean, even if it was like one or two episodes without one mm-hmm. until he finds the next one, or if they if the next episode is you know a good introduction episode, that's it, all for me. That depends on how well it's written. Right. They did the Doctor. I mean, with like the like uh, the movies that David Tennant did, where he would have mm-hmm. like one companion just for the little mini movie. Right. And then move on. And I thought that stuff was really cool too. So. 
Yeah. Um, well, they've already announced that River Song will be coming back for the Christmas special. Right. And I'm still waiting for the day we actually get her character send off. Because that's another character that's like, it's my rule of, like, Galactus. Like, the more you use them, the less interesting mm-hmm. they become. Because oh, yeah. you've learned too much about them now. Yes. So it's there's no mystery. So for her, I would really like like the final send-off, him giving her the screwdriver, because the first production photo with Peter Capaldi was the uh, sonic screwdriver she uses. Was it? I yeah. missed that. Yeah, it's the, that's the first production still before they just sort of had him continue on with uh, Matt Smith's sonic screwdriver. They didn't design a new one. This would be cool if it, this is her first meeting of him, his last meeting of her. Right, yes. If they like, Even if they did, like, a, like if the Christmas special was, like, their first meeting, mm-hmm. I would like that a lot. Yeah. You know, and then then move on. It would be a good send-off. I mean, a complete send-off for that character because yeah. it would wrap up the very last thing with the Russell T. Davies yes. episode that started it all off with River Song. Yeah. So that'd be nice. Be nice. It, it would be very nice to have that. Um, and again, it's a, you know the it's not the character's fault that they're overused. It's them just constantly going back. It's like, again, she's a great actress, and she's made the character really, really fun. So. Yes. Um, so with the Doctor, we started seeing some of the war Doctor, I guess you could say, coming out. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the almost the, the uh, Chris Eccleston Doctor coming out. Yeah. With when... Clara was dying. Yeah, very regretful and somber. Uh huh. Um, do you like that doctor? I do because I like Chris Eccleston a lot, and I know his hard time with the production kept him from doing another season. Mm-hmm. But I think it was a very good way to sort of get people into the character, someone you can relate to, you know, someone who has the pain and the flaws. Yes. And then you can jump into like David Tennant, who's very happy, and Matt Smith, who's kind of like the zany, wacky character. So yeah, it was a good way to ease people in and. For me, the Peter Capaldi Doctor sort of represents, like, all the facets of the different Doctors. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's, you know, an interesting way to handle it. And it'll be interesting to see what they do for the next one. I, I like the fact with him that they have him where, you know, he is one of the older Doctors. Yes, which I which I personally prefer. I always, like, my general is, like, he should be an old guy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they went young because it's, you know, you gotta, you got to ease people into... But it also makes, when, when they went back to the... When they went back to the the movie to the fiftieth anniversary, right, it made sense the way they said it, of how he you know he he tried to get away from what he was, so he kept getting younger and younger. Yeah, and I, I like with the Peter Capaldi Doctor that he has that that whim and that 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 childlike quality to him. It's the, the I've always sort of seen the like the modern versions of the Doctors as like very bizarre like the stages of coping with grief. Yes. And Peter Capaldi's finally just acceptance. Yes, exactly. When you sort of have, uh, you've, you've got like a depression who's nine and you've got sort of, uh, uh, David Tennant's denial. doctor is denial. Uh-huh. And Matt Smith's is, uh, not anger, but he's, he's in his own way, sort of like, uh, like an ignorance or a, a pleading, yes. you know, trying to plead with reality. Yes. And then you get to Peter Pauly, who's just sort of, you jump into acceptance and moving on, which, right. I, which I like. I know, I, and I love that. And, and the great thing is that every once in a while, and this is Peter Capaldi, Peter Capaldi as, a, as an actor, is you start to see, you start to see the other 
doctors every once in a while. Just little, in him, yeah. little qualities peek out a little bit in yeah. him. And and because he's a lifelong fan, that's mm-hmm. something that's easy for him to do because he was watching since the very, very early shows. Yes. And it's great to see his fan, like old fan letters that he wrote as a kid to them, you know, that uh, that are out there for the internet to, to see. That's really, really cool. So I appreciate that. No, I, I totally agree. I, I, I love that. Um, is there anything that you want to see more with this doctor or something different? Where would you like them to take this doctor now that he doesn't have a companion and it's basically a reboot? This is his first time. It's a new beginning again. Yes. Uh, I would like to see them avoid, like, as much as it's nice to see classic monsters and classic worlds, I uh, would rather them jump into, like, okay, let's start telling new stories with all new characters. No, I, I agree. I, I, lo- I want to see more stories. I want to see them expand the Doctor Who yeah, universe. Yeah, there's a lot you can do, and I would just like them, you know, instead of doing, you know, like, okay, I've seen the Ood a million times now mm-hmm. again. Let's jump into something different, like, just make up a new, make up something new, make up new monsters, make up new, like they were doing with, you know, Russell T. Davies was, you know, he brought back old monsters, but he also created all new characters, too. I like yes. to go back to that. Like, let's start seeing brand well, new the, stuff. The Zygons were were a nice touch because yeah. we hadn't seen Zygons since in a while. What the fourth, the fifth Doctor? Right, and then they did a little bit of them with the uh, where the Doctors meet up because I think one of them was disguised. Right, as Queen Elizabeth. Right, right. Oh yeah. no, yeah, yeah. When they they brought him in the fiftieth anniversary, and then they dropped it, and then, then they they, yeah, they came back again, and yeah, that was a weird story. I I still don't know how I feel about it. Uh, that was it was funny, but it was also like okay. I Did get. you like that they they brought in uh, Billy Piper, but not as Rose? Uh, yeah, again, that's it, again, it's references, and then like if Stephen Moffat can avoid like references, this is why you'll like this episode because uh-huh. references. Then I think you'll be fine. But it's, uh, yeah, yeah, no, and I like you know, um, there were and like you said, this this one had a lot of references. Yeah, um, there must be something with British culture about the uh, hidden streets and maps and stuff, and you know. Oh yeah, well, because it, you have a lot with, of that's a lot of that's from the war too. You know, mm-hmm. the the underground and a lot of that is London itself. Yes, yeah, a lot yeah, of that is the way there, London yeah. is constructed uh, to avoid sieges and stuff like that. Right. So that's that's just by design of the the country. So a lot of people, you know, either don't know. I mean, it, you know, even America has sort of that history, especially on the East Coast. They'll have forgotten subway lines or uh, pneumatic transit tunnels underneath other subway tunnels, like you know, completely preserved, just walled off by brick that people don't know about. Yeah, this you know, hidden lines out of use for generations. So I mean, I think good the good stuff. I mean, even America has like Los Angeles here. Uh, you know, a lot of people don't know, but there's sort of that joke, like the Rocketeer with the Nazis, you know, in California invading Hollywood was a very real threat. But you can actually go see the secret Nazi bunkers here in Los Angeles yeah. where they were preparing for for the invasions. And it's kind of spooky to think about. Well, you know, every, I think every place has got its secret history and they they use it very well in Doctor Who. Yes. Well, speaking of the Nazis, one of the big shows that came out this weekend, and we didn't really touch this at the opening. That's a statement you don't hear very often. Speaking right. of the Nazis? Speaking of the Nazis. Actually, you do now, because they're the only bad guys you're allowed to use anymore. Everybody <laughs> else has its own defense league. Yes. <laughs> um, Nazis need better PR. <laughs> yeah. Even the Germans don't like Nazis. Man in High ca- uh, Castle was... Uh, uh, do you think it's going to get overlooked because of Jessica Jones? Because I know we're going to cover Jessica Jones in a minute. And I didn't... This is one of those shows where that's, I really wanted to see it. That's... Just, that's that's a tough one. I don't know. It's because it seems like it is an Amazon Prime show, 
which Amazon is still trying to catch up to Netflix. Right. And, you know, I mean, all of them are. You know, it, it's one of those things that's, all, you know, Burger King, McDonald's, well, you know. It's also Netflix has a lot more subscribers. They do have a lot more gonna, subscribers. You're going to see more with Jessica Jones. You know, for example, like me, I don't, I'm just someone who doesn't have Amazon Prime. It's a show I'd like to watch. Right. But I don't have it. So, I mean, obviously, like someone like me, we're not going to get the views on that show. But Jessica Jones, since I have Netflix, I'm yeah. going to be watching. So. I think it was, it was also it, Jessica Jones was promoted and marketed a little bit yeah, more. Yeah, a little bit more. Uh, although it also has Daredevil in front of it, too. It right. Has, it does have Daredevil. A team of people that have already created a hit show. Uh, Man in the High Castle is getting better reviews than Jessica Jones, though, on average, from a lot of different sites and from different people. And it was also, I remember watching the pilot in January. Right. When they did their, like, hey, check these out. It was their highest rated and highest voted on pilot, which is why they selected it. It's also a really, really great work of uh, alternate history fiction. If you've never read it, listener, go find yourself a copy of Philip K. Dick's The Man in the High Castle. It's it's stunning because it's Philip K. Dick. He wrote... Wait, somebody did an adaptation of a Philip K. Dick they story? They did. They did do That's one. That's weird because he's never had anything Never had anything. Before. Uh, if you love Blade Runner, go check it out too. But he wrote uh, Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep? But uh, some of Philip K. Dick talking about, like, him going into the book, it's also a book that is open-ended as its ending and never got a sequel because he basically said, doing all of my research for what the plans were for the United States when the invasion was eventually supposed to come, it never did. Right. But he said, like, the, like to go into that dark place, and he, he learned so many things he never wanted to know uh, that that he could just never bring himself to do it unless he was going to have a collaborator to help him write it. Cause he's, he just wanted to like, uh, I learned too much about what was coming for us. Sure. And I can't go back to that universe anymore. And the book is absolutely amazing. So just, you know, you know, one or two sentence synopsis, you have a world, the Nazis win. Uh, the TV show is very close and yet very modern. Uh, mm-hmm. In the original short story, in the original book, it's it's really short. It's only like 300 pages. Uh, the thing that people are smuggling is a book, uh, is a book that is you know been created by the man in the high castle as an you know as his work of fiction to sort of promote fighting the Nazis and the Japanese, almost like a propaganda type. Yes, thing. and in the TV show so far that I've been watching, I'm absolutely loving it. They find film reels, and nice. the the idea is that that is the man in the high castle a real person and is he creating these film reels but knowing the book like in the book the nazis are going into space because it's already into the late 60s they're looking to you know establish themselves right nazis in Sp- space. exactly nazis in space and the idea that of- right there just sounds like a great movie <laughs> They did that movie already. I'm sure they, did they? Yeah. yeah, they did uh, the the Nazis on the Moon movie. Oh, they God. went to the moon. They... All those like D-rated like horror movies. Yeah, yeah. but uh, that, so that Nazi zombie one that everyone thought was a great idea, and then they Dead thought Snow. like that is terrible. Right. So in the show, uh, this reel is being passed around, but it has reels of like you know FDR mm-hmm. and uh, you know like the surrender of the Japanese. It's got Winston Churchill, you know, fighting the Nazis on the home front and winning, and it, it freaks people out, and that's sort of the idea, is that, you know, you've got characters who are sort of drawn into the, like, what is this film, you know, joining the resistance, right. and seeing the world that, that could have been. Now, it, it plays on that idea that the world we have, you know, the world you're in is the wrong world, and the world that you're supposed to be in is the world that we're seeing. Right. And seeing those characters that are looking at a world that looks very much like ours and going, that looks so much better. Right. 
which in a way is almost a, a sense of with all this dark fiction about how terrible everything is. It's almost like a hopeful thing where you you have a story now where you're like, things could be a lot worse. Things could be, yeah, things could be, yeah. And it, it's because it's interesting because you have, uh, so in, in essence, you have America split into halves. You have uh, the Japanese Pacific states. Uh, now, is it, because I was looking at this, it looks almost like it was like, the western half of the United States was like is Jap is Japanese controlled by you know it like, is. like a canyon or something. So it's not the canyon, but the Rocky Mountains is the neutral zone in okay. the book and in the show where the people who fled. So you have the Japanese Pacific states, uh, and they go into other areas like uh, parts of uh, parts of like lower Europe and into uh, like into like a little bit of Africa is controlled by like the New Roman Empire, which is right. Italy. I was going to say, yeah, Italy doesn't really have much representation it, in the United States. Right. Japan has taken over Asia and Russia uh -huh. and the west coast of America, including Alaska. The Nazis have all of Europe. They have southern half of, uh, I think they have the southern half of Africa in the book. And in the United States, the east coast, you know, that middle ground is the Rockies. But you already have like an ethnically cleansed east coast of the United States, and then you have right. people living under the Japanese empire and are Japanese citizens now, and the focus is San Francisco in the, uh, in the show. And it's, it's fascinating, because in the book and in the show, you now have the divide, because the Nazis only let Japan help out, and there was never the intention to live equally with them. And in the show, you have a world where uh, the A-bomb was dropped on Washington, D.C., and the H-bomb has now been developed, but the plan is Hitler is dying. He's, he's getting old, he, uh, he has syphilis, and he's... he's of course he would. I mean, that's where he... But it was be. also, I mean, and if you look at some World War One history, there's a lot of thought that, you know, he, he was gassed in World War One by sure. the early mustard gas and the biological warfare that changed... That, you know, that, that there's speculation, I will not speak on it, but there's always that, like... Maybe he got fucked up by the gas, which turned him into a nutcase. No, don't make him the. No, I'm I'm not. But that that, that but that's but that's sort of the implication. At least in this, sure, is that, like yeah, he went yeah, through yeah. a lot, and he's he's gonna die, and you know Goebbels is gonna take over. You know, the, there people already. Well, it's fight. also the rumor that he had Parkinson's. Yes, that's why the speeches they, are so crazy because he couldn't stop moving. So he, right, and in he the show, hit it by moving deliberately so much because well, they also said he had Asperger's. In the in the, the probably in the show, they they actually do mention. There's like one he point where he's Asperger's. giving a speech with his hand in his pocket, and they're like, look, the end is coming soon. Yeah. And they say he's got Parkinson's or something. You know, we don't know. But the powers and not the Nazi in the Reich are going to take over. And then the war against Japan is coming. And the threat is that basically they're going to bomb San Francisco with the H-bomb once Hitler dies to then continue their push. Right. So it it's very interesting. What? They can't trust the Nazis? <laughs> can't trust them. And then you have sort of that divide because you have, like, uh, the Japanese ambassador. He uses the I Ching, which is, like, a philosophical and Japanese sort of, like, uh, like, like an Asian philosophy, like, sort of, like, predicting the future. Like, the idea is that, like, is like you can, like, you know, destinies are laid out by man, but the future is sort of written, mm -hmm. you know, in this weird way. Okay, so you've watched both. I'm, I'm about halfway through both. And I've come to the point where I have to pick Jessica Jones or Man in the High Castle. And I was going to ask you, because I, I saw you put that on Facebook, that you have to pick now. Which one are you enjoying more? Or can you even make that? Why can't it be like the little Mexican girl meme? Why not why, both? Why not both? Yeah, it, that's the tough yeah. part. Is that's the wondering way he was. Girl. Yeah, from the taco yeah, the commercials. Taco commercial Por qué no los dos? Yeah, they're like... And then they never, have you ever seen that commercial? No, well, I've never seen it. Uh, it's, it's pretty funny. But I, that's the tough part, because like... At one point, I'm going like, I'm watching Jessica Jones, and then it's like, wait, Chris is looking it up right now. Is she fighting the Nazis? I don't, I don't know. It's, yeah, it's Jessica Jones fighting the Nazis. I've got, yeah. so, I, I'm at yes, the point yeah. where, like, I like both. I like Man in the High Castle more 
but I, I think that's because the story is is really well acted, and I already know Alias. Uh, Alias is one of my favorite mm-hmm. books, so I'm kind of, and uh, Man of the High Castle is also a favorite of mine. But I've come to the point where it's like Man of the High Castle is really really. Comp- <laughs> Wait, have I seen this? What the hell is this? I'm sure you've seen it. I'm sure you've seen TV. it. It's like, oh, like that, it's like, oh, do we want the hard like shell some, tacos? Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Why don't they have the full commercial? They just have... Yeah, I think it's El Paso. They just, the yeah, there the it company. is. 16 Go seconds. All right. Yeah. I'm just going to check this. Oh, no. See, I think I've seen this now. See, I've heard that. But, yeah, so I'm kind of at a Okay, so... I, we can't go into a lot of detail. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that now. That's sweet. Oh, my God. Um, no, no, I want tacos. <laughs> we can't go into a lot of detail about Jessica Jones because Chris only got 20 minutes into the first episode. I like it. I like Daredevil yeah. more. That's um, a, let's talk about Jessica Jones. We can talk about yeah. something else I haven't watched. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> Doctor Who, Man of the High Castle, which I can't watch because I'm not going to pay for 16 different fucking streaming services anymore, and then I, I just haven't had a chance to get through. Jessica, it's Jessica Jones. Jones, I like I like Daredevil a little bit more, but that's not, that's not to that is not anything that does not count against. That's just, one of the problems I have with like the reaction to all of this is so many people have said, well, it's not Daredevil, or it's better than Daredevil, or it. I like Daredevil more, or I like this. It's, it's like it's very different. It's it's it, yeah, that's but it, it's me. just like every everything that I saw seemed to be comparing it to Daredevil, and I understand why. But there's just a point, like it's 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 just like every movie is like, well, it's Die Hard meets Made in Manhattan. It's like, no, it's just an effing movie. Well, it's right. not Captain America, but it is. Yeah, Ant-Man. it's just like it's right. just sitting there going. It's a tough. And if you want to rate stuff, too. that's fine. But when you have just two things, I think you got to get into like we rate Marvel movies because there's now ten of them. But, yeah, whatever. there's a lot to choose from. You know, when this you're like, well, it is, and, it, and and yeah, I've heard both. I've heard some people. One of my friends online is just going. I know I'm not going to like the show more because Daredevil is my favorite Marvel character, and that was the perfect representation of, Mar- of Daredevil that I've always wanted to see on screen. And so that's always going to be a favorite. My bias towards Thor. Uh, Thor right. as the first film is one of my favorites because I love Thor, and I think that was a right. great Thor. representation of Thor. I'm Thor. Um, um, I, I think so this I, is great... I, I totally understand that though. Yeah, and, and, and it, it becomes that people will look at it and, and see, oh, they're saying Daredevil's bad now, and I'm like, it's not. No, and no. people don't qualify that, and they shouldn't have to. It's not saying that Daredevil yeah. is crap and this is better, or the other way around. Going, right. Well, I like I enjoy Daredevil more, so this must be a piece of crap. You're going to enjoy both. That's, that's why. Like that's why I felt the need to qualify because, like, yeah. I, I like Daredevil more. I have not finished Jessica Jones, so it's like by the end of it, it could be different. But I'm also like, no, I think at the same point in the story, I like for me, Daredevil was well, you know, it's that it was a little more interesting because you have a more direct superhero transition versus jessica jones who's a detective she's already got superpowers you know and and i like the noir styling i like the voiceovers Mm -hmm, and stuff it's very different which is the the people that i know that finished it said that the one thing that they liked more with jessica jones is it seemed to be more consistent throughout Mm -hmm. in terms of a thoroughfare and it helped see that that you saw you see kind of those startings of the purple man in the very first episode yeah yeah when she's on the railing uh, she's on a fire escape or whatever, and wherefore in Daredevil there really wasn't anything until you saw Fisk in episode three or four, right? right. And then and that kind of became the, the the. It was just like, oh, he's here and he's beating people up, and then he sees Nurse, uh, what's her face, the night nurse, and then he's got. And it was just like all these different elements came in in those first three or four episodes before they finally found this idea of what was going on with Karen and what right. was going on with Fisk, and it became much more clear. That is why, though, I did like uh, I, I like I like David Tennant and I like the Purple Man, but mm-hmm. I like just Vincent D'Onofrio as Wilson Fisk is mm-hmm. 
I mean, they're they're both very scary villains. Yes, they're both very different. <laughs> Granted, because like I've never watched Doctor Who, as we've made a point of it earlier in the podcast, but you know, watching David Tennant and all these episodes that I've watched so far, he is actually a great actor. He yeah, he great the job. funniest the funniest tweet I saw is. Now I go back and watch Doctor Who, and I can't help but think that he kidnapped all the companions. <laughs> and them to go. And it's like, I'm now watching Doctor Who as if he's 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 forcing all of these people against their will. That's pretty. That's pretty good. <laughs> like, that's hilarious. That'd be funny. Yeah. Um, I, I like they're both very different villains, but I think Vin, like they're both great actors too. But Vincent D'Onofrio brings like th- there's a mm. there's a subtlety to Vincent D'Onofrio, but I think that's also the character the way he's written. But it's right. also you, the you scale see, like, of the character. Yeah, but you like with Vincent D'Onofrio, he plays off like very clearly. He has he has a mental disability. He may have Asperger's. You know, he was abused as a child, mm-hmm. and a lot of that comes through really subtly. The way he speaks, his mannerisms, right. The way he sort of like he'll have moments where he's got almost like when he when he gets his girlfriend, he's got like this very childlike. Even like, when he's staring at the white painting, but then but yeah, but then there's other moments where he can give that like completely dead inside look, right? And it's really really frightening. And David Tennant, he's playing a very different character. Well, but, look, but he's also playing him to the strengths. But like just Vincent D'Onofrio, like the level of acting he brought, because he superseded everybody in that show. Yeah, but look yeah. at the look at when when um in the comic book when you know there there's the one um scene where where um the purple man has Jessica Jones there, and she's kind of like almost in a girl school you know a schoolgirl outfit, and she's lo- he's looking at the the Daily Globe that has the Daredevil thing. Yeah. You know, he's got the two girls in the bed with all the money and everything. And I mean, there's cussing and stuff in that in that comic book. There, there's things where you know he's looking at it like you know, fuck Daredevil, fuck this. You know, yeah. It's it's a he's more of a loose cannon compared to Fisk. Well, Fisk Fisk doesn't see himself as the villain. Purple yeah, Man. Fisk that's is, true. That's the other Fisk, thing. Yeah. That's the thing. Is, yeah. Purple Man is is a, is a classic. He's so maniacal. With power. He's, he's a classic maniacal supervillain. He right. knows what he's doing is mm-hmm. wrong, and he's going to do it. And he doesn't care because no who's going to stop right. him. Right. Fisk knows what he's doing is wrong, but he believes in the end game. Yes, he's he, trying he's to the, he's trying to save the city from itself and all that other garbage. It's mm-hmm. the he's he he believes the ends justify the means. Yes, he's like I'm 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 in a position of power because someone has to do what I do. My, for it's, me, it's, the, it's the Rachel Ghoul from Batman is. Begins. Someone needs to destroy these cities so that something can, better can spring up right. from it. Right. That for me, yeah. the the best villains are always the villains who believe they're right mm-hmm. and. You know that's what makes them compelling, especially this version of well, Wilson Sebastian. Fisk. Hitler believed he was right. <laughs> he was, but that's also. I mean, if we're yeah, I see that's why jo- such jokes, a great villain. Jokes aside, though, that's that's why there is this lasting intrigue by him as the big player in World War. Oh II. yeah, they have they 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 just released. Um, I see a lot of circles, the comic, circles here today. The, the Hitler basically it's the biopic they released it last week and someone asked like why would they release a comic like this and I said it's important to know who Hitler was right sure like this man was certifiably insane and he took an entire country and made it his bitch to do his bidding you have a man sitting at a podium who has dark brown hair a little mustache and brown eyes that says everyone the biggest who deserves to thing. live should be blonde six foot tall and blue eyed uh, mein, mein Führer you, no, no stop it's okay <laughs> Yeah, and he, I mean, fix it. that's what makes that's what like he, I will be he's blonde a bad guy. and blue eyed one day. But he's but he's but that's what makes him a compelling bad guy historically. And I mm-hmm. think I think I still think we're too close to the war. Uh, I I take uh, Dan Carlin who does the Hardcore History podcast, which is amazing. 
But I take sort of that same stance. Like we're still too close to the war. But for we're a, still people for alive good, from that. Yeah, but but for good analysis right. and for good retrospection on World War II, we're still too close to it mm-hmm. because there's still a lot of people who have been personally affected, and that can sort of color. Oh, I think you're still too close to the Civil War. I mean, you have you have all these wars that we just put like like people say, Civil War is slavery. It's not just slavery. There's right. a lot of different issues. Slavery was the big part of it. But it was yeah, what it was slavery states meant states to the right southern states and, and states' rights, and it was people's agendas. It's the same thing here. What did World War II come out of? It came out of World War One, and right. it came out of what the Allies did to the Germans at the end of World War One, which is what the United States tried to do to Japan after World War Two. <laughs> and Japan decided, well, instead of doing it militarily, and we're just going to make better electronics, and we're just going to have a better economy. They built their industry up, yeah. and America. They were more, you know, they were. Like, as both halves, all there was a lot of animosity post-war. There was still, like, the helping hand, you know, eventually America. Yeah. Well, and also East. communism came through Eastern Europe before right. it reached Southeast Asia. Right. It was once Eastern Europe was established, Stalin and, and the Communist Party is like, okay, now we're going to go wor- worry about over here. And that's how you get yeah. Korea and Vietnam and everything like Nerdables, that. I mean, it's, where we discuss world history. Yeah. Well, it, it's that's what makes so much of this. There's people who will argue what the different factors for World War II are. Right. It, no. it's, we're talking about it in High Castle. You're talking about the, the Japanese and, and the Germans. When the Japanese attacked Pearl Harbor, J- Germany was furious. Like, no, 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 we're not no, <laughs> son of a bitch! Now they're coming. We did this before. We fought this war for a long time, and then the Americans showed up, and they're just like, uh, so we're a bunch of young hicks that have guns and. <laughs> okay, the war's over. Yeah. I mean, and the United States of World War One had a, had an involvement of less than a year. It ended a war that had already existed for half a decade, right. for all intents and purposes. The same thing here. Yeah, they were already... So that's that to me, when you were talking... Yeah, it's like 19... They were, there was 1914. 1917 is when the U.S. joined World War One, But yeah. it was also just after... The United States said, we don't go overseas to fight international right. monsters. We only defend right. our borders. Well, that, yeah. was, that was isolationism that Woodrow Wilson put. You could put a lot of things that World War One started because Woodrow Wilson decided, we're going to be isolationist. We're not going to join the League of Nations. We're not going to do anything overseas. Right. We're not going to do we're any of this. We're going to take our ourselves. Finally, like, well, and then it's like, maybe we can help out to protect democracy across the globe. And now... And in, in its own way, that sort of turned America into the world police. And now everybody's going, hey, America... Come on, come back. Right. Defend well, your every, own borders. Every and you look at Japan in World War II, they did it because we cut off their... We, we basically placed embargoes on their their imports. Mm-hmm. You know, we, they couldn't get oil from overseas. Because so, they, they were using it to brutalize the Chinese. Right, and then, then they basically joined... They never invited China. They invaded China. They could have taken all the islands they wanted to, but once they invaded China... So, they just kind of what about... So, anyways, uh, Jessica, Jessica Jones... <laughs> <laughs> See Jessica Jones in World War Two. That's so, what, that's why I can't watch both at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> so no, I'm enjoying both. Uh, I'm probably I'm leaning towards Man in the High Castle just because th- I'm more intrigued by the changes being made, which are re- like they're not a lot of changes, but the really good changes. Like the film reel isn't like the finding the film reels is inspired, and right. that's where I'm at. Like kind of I kind of need to know how they're gonna finish this off because. I know there's a season two coming for that because the book is open ended and it's done. It's really short book. Do this you is like, think I need to know how this goes? Do you think that Jessica Jones, the people, the reason people like Daredevil more than Jessica Jones is Jessica Jones is more a superhero show than Daredevil was. 
I, I, don't I mean, I, I don't, I, I don't know, because like even even when you sort of look at like the review, I don't see that many people that like Daredevil more than Jessica Jones. It's pretty split. When you look at the review see. aggregations, even from user reviews, Jessica Jones is like if if Daredevil, like this is just me expounding. If Daredevil was something like a nine point six or nine point seven, Jessica Jones only been rated like a nine point three or a nine point four. We're not that far. We're not talking about right. We're not talking about a big difference in the in the grand scheme of people liking either show. Right. So you know, I do agree with you where I don't see it as a superhero show. But because she has superpowers, and the main villain has superpowers, and another I think they're being more careful with it. They're they're doing. I like it more than Supergirl. I I was gonna say the same thing. Um, Supergirl's such a different beast, though. Yes, I love how they they have addressed her abilities. Yeah, yeah, and how even though that she has the ability of flight, how they've gone about addressing it. Right. They 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 take very they take they're taking a lot of care. Mm-hmm. To because I'm, I'm sure well, in the comic it barely shows up in that. Yeah, it, it does. It, very it wasn't up. until towards the end. Like once you're reading the comic, I don't even remember that they introduced that she had powers for like the longest time. Right. I'm trying but, to remember. But I think I think years. a lot of that being carefully done is because they couldn't beat Supergirl to release. The last thing they want is like, well, she's got super strength and can fly. It's basically like a dark version of Supergirl. Right. Because I know that's the comparison people would make. I, I loved the the relationship between her and Patsy Tr- Trish. Yeah, Patsy Walker, the Hellcat. Yes, I hope they actually soon, do something with that. As soon as they went Trish Walker, I went because I had because I tried to stay away from this, you know, yeah. and I went oh, no, and then all the little things that they've said and done, I'm like, oh. I'm hoping they do something with it, mm. and I'm I, yeah, like, they have so many characters they want to do. Yeah. I just don't know if they have time to do it. Right, which is fine. I'd rather they I'd rather they name drop and then move on really fast. This is some characters that it's not a problem having it as a supporting character. Yeah. Or you do something if you have if you have an interesting story with Hellcat that you can tell in four hours. That's not a bad thing. Right. No. You know, do two hour releases or four one hour releases. Mm. Just say it's just four episodes. Well, apparently, apparently yeah. it came out last week that some of the early concept or early script idea had. Captain Marvel in this. No, oh, Carol Danvers is a huge part of Jessica Jones' yes. life. Yeah, mm-hmm. but that they were. It looks like it looks to me like they were going to have the whole group there. It'd be interesting to see if they again. It's I'm I'm sure at some point somebody said no movies. No, they, well that's the thing. That was it. Again, you, you can't. It's the Harley Quinn thing. And somebody you can't it's, not, it's not even the Harley Quinn thing. It's it's the Star Wars thing. It's getting rid of the EU. You're not going to make this series and then turn to whoever is going to do Captain Marvel in two years and go. By the way, you have to make this fit. Right, true. It's just you're not going to do that for a film. Mm-hmm. It, it it would be like just it would be like introducing Doctor Strange in Daredevil for a couple of episodes. Mm-hmm. It wasn't if they had Carol just show up and say, "Hey, that would have been fine." If they went with the story that was in the book or some version of it, Carol's in it a lot. Right. Jessica's one of her best friends. Sure. And that's where you find out that Jessica used to be a member of the Avengers. That's probably that's not going to happen in here, obviously, because the Avengers haven't existed long enough. Right. When she, obviously but that was a she big part of it, yeah. Life. And then she's she's actually raised that from her mind, mm-hmm. or whatever was it. Um, well, she does make mention of it, and in some of the later episodes. Yeah. I'm, we're, I'm purposely trying not to say certain Ooh. things because I know Chris hasn't seen it. And, so, yeah. I didn't say anything that's pertaining to it. I just said she made um, mention of it. I, I do. There, there is an episode where they, they kind of tie it into the Marvel U, and they do it in a way that I really respected and okay. and enjoyed. Is that like it, the way Daredevil the... handled it by the just like the newspapers hanging on mm. uh Ben Urich's wall. Well, this one they went into a couple yeah, of times, sure that, a little bit more. I mean, early, they're, they're early, their, that sounds like they're wetting their feet. Yeah, it's, it, it's again, it's just a little thing to tell you what what universe it's in. Right, right exactly. 
you know, if it's if it becomes the I'm gonna go find out what's going on with Hulk. Unlike Agents nope. of Shield, which is like every week. Hey, we're Avengers. We gotta remember that Avengers thing. Remember that Cap thing. Remember Agents that Iron Shield. Man. Just it's such a weird relationship. <laughs> I hey, liked that last episode. The last episode was really good. Uh, I enjoyed it. I found myself enjoying it much more than I than I normally. I, I, that's why I told Beth. I'm like, this show's gotten good, right? It's gotten a lot better than it was. A I mean, lot better than it was. Well, but even still... a lot better than a lot better. It, it, I'm still on the fence of good. Even, well, even I, mean, I, mean, I, get, I mean, I'm watching it every week. Grant Ward's so. character has gotten so well, much he better. Should have always been a bad guy, anyway. They, I mean, they got him fighting lessons. It looks like even. Uh, well, they finally got a choreographer. Yes, that, that first season was trash. Daisy's gotten much better. Yeah, she's, she's grown into that character. Yeah, I'm tired of that, that character. I'll, I'll say I'll, this is the difference in the last episode. I liked Fitz. Fitz, Fitz and Simmons. I liked. Gotten. I liked Fitz. I thought his his arc with this mm-hmm. again. Spoilers if you're not watching it. His arc of attempting to save someone that Gemma is in love with yes. because it's the right thing to do. As much as he would not want to do it, has actually been very interesting. As yes. much as I, I hated him in the first season, the second season he got very tired of this this brain dead sort of thing. I like him in this season. Did you? So that's, if anything, I'm in the middle of it going, oh, damn it, I like it. <laughs> I like it. But they damn also, it, I, I think they really character. got a lot of those nuances out of the way. He's yes. a much harder character. Yes. He's not, those first ones, he's just kind of like the, not the bumbling idiot, but just sort of like the new. It's Fitz. I'm, I'm a kid. Saying, I'm da, 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 da. Yeah, and the new, the new dynamic for this, I think, is a lot better. So, Did you like the fact that they have Hydra that's like predating the Red Skull and everything now? Yeah, basically they're doing the, the old, <laughs> they're doing Hickman's shield, but mm-hmm. as Hydra. Right. Because Hickman's shield was the idea that the shield actually started in ancient Egypt. Yes. To protect the planet from uh, invasion. And now it's Hydra's the other way around. It's the Hydra was trying for however long to figure out how to get this creature back or whatever. Mm-hmm. Hydra is an actual Hydra. I like the idea. Um, no, it's it's different. Like uh, like I said, I've never had a problem with extrapolating and making changes if it makes sense. No, look, I I love the fact that you you do have something like Shield that. In a sense, it's like Supergirl. I mean, it's not, you know, and even Flash and Arrow to a degree. You know, I mean, obviously it's not it's not written as They're well. They're supposed to cater to as the widest net of people as possible. Yes. And then you have these Netflix shows that are very noir. They're very, you know, grounded. Like, they, exactly what they said they wanted to do. They are very street level. Yes. Well, it's the, they're very anti-movie. This is, the, this is the problem that we said we had with S.H.I.E.L.D. from the start, is S.H.I.E.L.D. was trying desperately to be the movies, Mm -hmm. and it can't. It will never have that budget. It will never have that ability. It will never have that reach. Doing Daredevil, Jessica Jones, the characters they chose, Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, even Iron Fist. You do Iron Fist as a martial arts, you know, you're like, it's a kung fu show. They've done that before. You can't do it. It's cheap. They didn't sit there and go, we're going to make... You know we're gonna we're gonna do the the Black Knight show. You didn't do anybody who's a, a major Avenger. Mm-hmm. That we're not gonna do Captain Marvel as as a TV show. We can't. It's it, it's not going to work. Right. When you have even a big TV show like like Dare like Shield, you're going. We're gonna do the Inhumans. We're gonna do super superpowers, and we're gonna do all of this. And we're gonna have this big ship and all these sort of bases and stuff like that. And that first season, there's no money, and it looks like crap. But it does work for the Flash. It works for the Flash because there's nothing to compare it to. 
if you have the Flash and it's actually supposed to be, com- if, if the Flash existed in the Man of Steel universe and you would watch Man of Steel and then watch Flash after, you'd be like, well, no, it so just do doesn't you, look right. Do you think once the DC universe starts, the you know, but they're not connected. They're That's not the thing. connected. They're not they connected. said they will not connect them. If it's not connected, you can understand the differences. You have a Marvel universe. This is what I said the year before Shield came out. You have fans who are going to see Iron Man mm-hmm. and Thor and Cap and Avengers, big, huge, massively expensive movies expecting- with tons of. Great effects and acting and 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 scenes or, uh, and locations and all of these things, and that's what fans who oh, I saw Avengers Shield from the makers of especially because like so fans that were were going to see the Avengers on the screen and then they saw it in the first episode the flying car they tried really hard look the flying car in Hidden Valley it looks <laughs> terrible it yes. looks worse than than the mat shots from Star Wars thirty years ago I mean it was just. That show, in terms of S.H.I.E.L.D., they tried to make that show in the same vein as the movies, and it didn't work. Where when they looked at Daredevil, and they said, we're not, we're not trying to make the movies right. at all. We're taking a different character with a different tone, a different sensibility, who lives in a completely different world. If they had made S.H.I.E.L.D. a show really about spies, not about superheroes, and you know, if they had really made it into a spy show... Kind of uh, like Alias was? The hell, yeah! If it was Shield and Hydra from the start, I would have. I would have been amazing. Would have been amazing. But it couldn't have been because Cap Two's in the way. Yes. This is why when people are arguing, Flash and Green Arrow should be a part of the DC universe. No, 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 no. Because you can't get those schedules together. They don't work. But do you think it's because they like the actors playing these two roles and they don't want to see? No, it's it's, it's not that. It's that there's a lot of rights holders. That that are like our first and foremost your big roadblock. Mm -hmm. You have. Different actors. You're not going to get wait, Grant Gustin. His yes. name. Yeah. He, he ain't. He's not movie quality. Correct. I'm sorry. Like he seems like hey, a even nice if he could person. be. The the difference is the the problem with all of this is your scheduling isn't work. Well, this is exactly what we're talking about. You're going to go to Ben Affleck or or Zack Snyder or whoever they get. We stole Jean Favreau from Marvel. He's going to direct Justice League. By the way, make it fit with Green Arrow and Flash who never mentioned the fact that Metropolis was raised to the ground right. by its greatest hero. It just doesn't work. The schedules don't work. You, we've well, seen it the, whole, with the first half of S.H.I.E.L.D., the first three quarters of S.H.I.E.L.D., the first three quarters of its first season is a complete waste of time. Yes. Kevin Feige has said that, though. With matching up, trying to do things in the movies and do on the TV That's series... That's why they split. It's, it's really hard because... That's why he's there. Like the movies are two years ahead of the show, and mm-hmm. then by the time the show catches up to the movies, it's a different storyline going on. And trying to yeah. match those is Daredevil was is yeah. started, shot, produced, and put on the air in what a year? Right. Mm-hmm. Avengers took almost three years. Yes, it, to, that's to why out, I think so. that's why I think the way Netflix handled it is handling the material is very smart. Because when they said this takes place after the Battle of New York, that's all you need. Right. You don't need anything else. You don't need a single photograph of an Avenger. You don't need any pictures of aliens, but they did it smart. We know why Fisk is there. We know why they're trying to rebuild Hell's Kitchen. And they, yeah, they used a very small piece. Did you like the fact that you, they do show the 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 uh, cityscape of New York, and you see a lot of uh, construction towers? Yes, which yeah. is again, it's very smart and it's very calculated. Mm-hmm. Versus something like Agents of Shield, you know, we've talked about it before. The way they handled their episode that dealt with the Winter Soldier completely ruins it for anybody who didn't watch. 
the movie first. Right. You know, and it's just like, it's like, no, you're being really heavy handed. If Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was literally about the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. doing international espionage and fighting Hydra, there would be no issue. I think you could have done the first season of S.H.I.E.L.D. as S.H.I.E.L.D. versus Hydra, have the movie happen, but the movie takes place after the end of the first season, and it's leading towards that point. You know, instead, you have this happening. You're not talking anything about it, and then all of a sudden, you, you, see, you see Cap, and you go home and watch S.H.I.E.L.D. the next week, and it's like, oh, great, so Grant's the bad guy, Bill Paxton's the bad guy, and a whole bunch of people that they think are going to be good guys are bad guys. What if they had introduced that very early, this idea that Hydra's sort of in it, or well, Like gonna... they're battling themselves? Like, yeah. Even I mean, like it's a the, cell within it's it. just the fact that it was just a traitor. It was a single traitor. Right. If they had introduced Grant as the traitor in Episode 2... And you would have followed it as like, oh, it's just one guy who's the traitor. He's infiltrated. And then the movie happens, and it's, he's not the only one. There's thousands of people yeah. in S.H.I.E.L.D. And the aftermath of that would have been great. Because look at what you happened with the second season. Even, the second season's even, much better because they're like, you're dealing with this whole aftermath. Mm-hmm. That, but that's the thing is, even if they did that for season one, they would never have had to have said the word Hydra once. Right. And then you get to Cap 2, and you have the like, it's Hydra. You just have him as a traitor, right. and then all of a sudden you realize you have so many other pieces shit, that you could he, pick up. Too. Oh yeah, you could have you could have dropped Hammer as a as, right. a, as uh, a notion. Aim. You could have gone back to aim that. You could have done the Serpent Society. That, that's all the Serpent Society is. The whole idea of the Serpent Society is people who've infiltrated these other walks of life, right. and are then using it for their own agendas. Right, and uh, that that's that's the thing is again, but, but again, oh, TV. You know, you know, TV on, you know, basic. Basic stations. They need to cast the wide net. They need they need as many people as possible and as many. Yeah, and that's as that's possible. the difference. It's it's, it's got to be something different versus versus Netflix. Who yeah. can be like, we're gonna make a targeted show. You either like it or you don't. So the, going back to the Danvers thing, this is in in realizing reading about that story. I I had forgotten that the show was originally supposed to go to ABC. Yes. Jessica Jones was supposed to right. be an ABC show. Right, because they had they had it in development for a while, and then they sort of abandoned it when yeah when the movies uh, came out. They're like, yeah, yeah Melissa Rosenberg was developing Jessica television series for ABC five years ago, and um, it never gained traction. And then she says, when it was at ABC Network, I did use Carol Danvers, but between them, then and when it ended up on Netflix, you know, the MCU shifted also shifted away from the universe in the comic book. Um, so in the book, the powers are very out in the open, and the themes are about the other. In the cinematic universe, that's not the mythology, so it was a lot I had to move away from, just in terms of sheer plot, and Carol Danvers got her own movie. <laughs> so Rosenberg swapped out Danvers for Patsy Walker, so that's how she has that, that character that's in there. Well, you remember, I think it was I three or four. My phone said 1%. You plug it in, and it's 10 <laughs> That makes no sense, man. It's, come on. Do you remember three or four years ago when we were at Comic-Con, we were sitting in Cup of Joe, and they were talking about how... There was a Cloak and Dagger in the works. There was a Hawk TV show. There was, uh, there was you know Jessica Jones, or they were saying kind of an alias Jessica Jones type thing. They were yeah, there was a lot of stuff they wanted. That was even before they got the rights for Daredevil back. Yeah, that, and I think that's what changed a lot of things. Yeah. When you got Daredevil back, it's like, hey, we've got an idea. Because you, you, you were never going to make a whole Do you think it also has At to do with At the time when, they, when, when we said that, I, now that you mentioned that, now I remember it, and I remember us talking about it, I'm like, they're never going to do a Hulk show. Mm-hmm. Right. Because you've already had two actors play Hulk, you're going to have to find a third. Mark Ruffalo is not doing a weekly no. TV series. I'm sorry. He right. may show up. If Mark Ruffalo were to show up on an episode of S.H.I.E.L.D., I would not put it past it. Mark Ruffalo what seems like a wonderful now? dude. He needs the money. 
Could you but see he doesn't do need it? the money. That's the I'm thing. Kidding. He Could doesn't need the money. He doesn't. Need, what he wants to do with his life in, in terms of acting, if you look at his choice, he's never going to do a weekly TV series. Could right? you have seen but, him do it? But, like that, a but Netflix that's also show? that's also the nature of no. of film and television, though. Buy up the rights to everything. Put stuff into production just for the sake of having something right. on the back burner. And that's the, they announce stuff way too early. It's right. people sitting in a room going. What works? We don't. Okay, we want to do a TV series. Yeah, we okay. have we have ten Start Marvel properties. Ideas. Alias Who's work. People be? liked Alias. We can take that, and now right. we can incorporate. And that's it what into they what did. Yeah. They Somebody basically goes, said, if we're going to do a weekly TV pitches. series, we're going to do Shield because we can hit all these different pieces in the Marvel. Was universe. her name in Alias Jessica? Yeah, I forget. Yeah, 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 I was always Jones. Jessica. Jones. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I was always Jessica. Jones. Except you know the the it was named Alias from the title. Yeah. Um, I no, but I liked how they addressed some of that the the Alias stuff in it, you know. The door, I can't remember within the first five minutes because it happened so fast. Was the door, the original glass that she had, was that the same thought and everything as the alias door from the show? Probably. So. It may I be, think but... it was because when they slam him through the door, you know, it, then it, it shatters it and then it goes back to, and I thought, at first I thought, that's a cool Easter egg if, that's, if it's right. what I thought it was. J.J. Abrams stealing the name alias. Well, but even but even just kind of saying out with the old, in with the new. Right, that's fine. I, you know, Jessica Jones is a little bit more clear, you mm-hmm. know, especially for people who don't know what it is. I, I like how they've addressed, you know, well, you're a superhero. Shouldn't you be with the Avengers? But they didn't say the Avengers. They've used other terms and things like that. I love how they've done this. I love how they've addressed it. I, Especially I, since they probably won't do Defenders anymore. <laughs> See, I don't think... No, that, that's still on the... That's still, I know, but it's, it's, just, on it's one of those things like Inhumans. I, I really, I think in the next two years, you're going to hear them go, Let me change it. we're not going to make an Inhumans movie. You've already had changes. Where Do you right, think move, they are... They moved Daredevil Season 2 up, and now they're already talking about using either Moon Knight or Punisher instead in of, place of something else. Instead of Iron Fist. Instead of Iron Fist, or doing Iron Fist shorter. Or some, it, yeah. It's all a, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's an all organic fluid. beast. Yeah. It's all fluid. And for, that, that's for me, like, I, I like I am of the mindset, like, I take things at face value until there is a confirmed change. Would you like a a, a, a Iron Fist show, or would you like to see him with... Iron the, Fist. I don't care about anybody else. That's you, the one you show. Wouldn't, you wouldn't rather see him with uh, Luke Cage? I no. would, but I would. No, the second but, season. But if they, but if they, if if they got rid of the Iron Fist show and then said Luke Cage will be about both of them now, I'd be fine with that. If they said season two of Luke Cage will have Iron Fist, no, in see, that's it. What, I'd, I'd love to. I see would be happy as long as I get Iron, Iron Fist. Fist. You do Iron Fist as Kunlun and all of the the martial arts and the Thunderer and everything, right? Completely and, out of New York. Oh yeah. That's yeah. what I would Which do. you could do. Which you could do. But mm-hmm. for me, it's like... It's like or you can do it as the, the, the recent series that Kari Anders did. Which is really good. Which is really good. I think is a very nice basis because it goes back and forth. Yeah. It's a it's a flashback sort of thing. They could do that. Danny owns his, his, his building. He's got all this money. He doesn't know what the hell to do with himself. He thinks back to wh- how he became the Iron Fist and all the other people that are there and all this other stuff that are going on. Would you add... What I want... As, li- as long as I get Iron Fist as a main character somewhere... I don't care what happened. I, you, I think they're saving Iron Power Man. I think they're saving heroes for hire. Would you add Stick into it to, to tie oh, you it need, in? You need it. You need. You would need Stick, I think, and you would need the actress who played the uh, drug queen, the drug czar in Hell's Kitchen, who was going back to Clun Lao yes. at the end of. That's right. That you. That's all. Again, like you, Iron Fist is a strange beast because there's always there was already talk of like again rumors. Well, and do I don't, you I, remember in, in, in Daredevil? Stick was Iron Fist. Am I missing? 
No, no, no. Stick was in Daredevil, though. Stick but, was right, in Daredevil. But you bring him back into Daredevil. The, yeah, if you bring him back for the Iron Fist show. It ties it in. Because the implication is, you know, the hand and... Oh, okay. You know. I'm trying to remember, like, I don't remember Stick being if you in the remember, Iron Fist no, thing. No, if you no, remember... Iron Fist story. In no, the Daredevil show. Because the implication in the show was he knows of Kun Lao. Right. But even in the show, the, the drug had the, the symbol on it. Right. Which, yeah. is why you, which is why she's an important character mm-hmm. to bring back because she's going back to a place you know that's you can even farther do it, away you can than do it China. Yes, I mean if you if you read the um, the the Secret Wars version of Master of Kung Fu, right? It's it has Iron Fist in it because it's all of these. It's basically the the Dragon Ball Z tournament. It's the champions from all of these different disciplines and areas that get together. Mortal Kombat. That could be. Yeah, I mean, that's, Mortal that's, Kombat. That's basically what it is. And again, all you have to do is a kung fu show. You just need right. an arena. You don't have to build. You know that you have a very nice vista. Here you go. Here's Kun Lao, and here's the floating city by the computer. And now we're inside in a dojo, and now we're in an arena, and that's it. Mm-hmm. So it's not. It, and it still and it can still be very very good with it. It's, I I would love it because I want a martial arts show again. I thought it would be yeah. cool. No, because ah fudge, I forgot. Which is why once I once the the rumor you know again you know you know you know listen to you know believe half of what you see and none of what you hear like oh we may do Moon Knight instead of Iron Fist and that's why I was like okay until somebody confirms something. See they had mentioned Moon Knight back in when we were when we they were did at... a long time ago but recently because of all the shifts in the Marvel universe. The, the talk was that they wanted something that's Batman-like, to, right. so they may use Moon Knight. But I was like, but I don't, I don't well, care. Cool. But then you're also wondering, there's, there's that, that outside rumor that probably isn't anybody in Marvel, it's just other people saying, depending on yeah. what John Berthnall's Punisher is in, in, in Season 2 of Daredevil, if people love mm-hmm. that character... They may put him they in may the put, I mean, look what happened with Daredevil. They're like, hey, Daredevil, they put Daredevil out. This is more popular than even we even dreamed. Guess what? Daredevil 2 is coming very quickly. Well, you heard Much what quicker they, than it was supposed to be. Once, once they announced Daredevil Season 2, they changed their whole format. They yeah. said, from now on, it's going to be one repeat, one new show a year. Right. And Luke Cage is still up, and that's why until 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 somebody says otherwise... Well, even then, I don't think you'll see a second season well, of Jessica so like, Jones before you see Oh, I think so. Was, what I'm wondering is, so. what if they use... Um, like the second seasons of these shows, because of course they're gaining traction, they're becoming yeah. popular. But what if they're using the second seasons to basically, you know, test the waters with these new characters? Yeah, I mean that's, that's yeah. well, that's basically you know, what it was. Like talking does. about, you know, Daredevil oh, two, you, you we're having do. Punisher. Punisher's a great character. Everybody loves him. Wow, let's give him his own show. And you, show, you could give you know? Punisher a show far easier than you could a movie because you could do what you want in the show. Right. Yes. If they yeah. went Garth Ennis's Punisher Max for Netflix, you're gonna have a lot of happy Punisher fans. Yeah, which, which, you, Punisher versus or you you. you Build them off of another crime family or right. whatever you want to do. Which brings me to my next question: the Rose, Netflix Apple. shows, the Netflix superhero shows versus network TV super shows. Better. Which do because you, they can do what they want. It's just again, it's a different beast. I mean, it's just yeah, it is, it is a different beast. But network I think shows but I, are tied down to so many things. That's, to, that's talking about yeah, doing. You know, that's that's talking about trying to do a zombie show on CBS. And do you think it depends AMC. on the character? No, like no. if if Flash was on Netflix, I'm sure you'd have a show of very different quality, vastly, yeah. vastly different quality, and also the with tone a, with a different. different level, with a different tone, mm-hmm. and the, I'm sure they could have a lot of fun. But also, you'd get higher caliber actors to work for Netflix because Netflix is looking for very mm-hmm. specific kinds of actors. Well, I think that's also going to be based on what 
what kind of money you're offering right. too. And Netflix money doesn't seem to be that. Look, Netflix. Look at, yeah, Netflix. Look is, at look is at the first season of Daredevil. But you look at the first season of Daredevil. There's nobody there that's a name actor. It's not like they Vincent D'Onofrio. Vincent D'Onofrio is not that big. He's a huge actor. He, he had a lot of years on Law and Order. Yes, he had a lot of years he on was Law and Order. Huge film. What you see the time is like you're going to get somebody for Flash. You're going to get somebody who's like a big movie actor. It's just Vincent D'Onofrio is a great. It's fine. No, not so much. You're going to get a big, but you're going to get a better caliber actor. Rosario Dawson. She's in four episodes. Who cares? Right. No. Dude, I'm, not, she I'm, not was in about, I'm not talking about. I'm not Pluto talking about. I'm not talking about. Mars or not Pluto. Yeah. Mars. Pluto she did. Pluto Nash. She did it. Clerks too. Right. But she's also a really good actress. She's a yeah, but no, I'm not doubting the. Talent. No. But you're going to get. You're going to get a start? better caliber of actor than you would for so. the CW. I don't think so. Really. What my no. point was. Flash, the Flash I think, show. I think you, if you get a different caliber, it's because you're offering them a different product. If you're right. doing the Flash as something very different the flash is if still you're doing drama. If you're, yeah if you're doing a hardcore if you were to do arrow on netflix and you do an older ollie queen you do the mike rell ollie queen you're going to get a total different group of people playing those characters because you'd have to if you were to do green arrow on netflix i think you would do something more akin to longbow hunters that mm-hmm. that era an older ollie and old he's living with dinah dinah is living with demons inside of her because she's just been raped his, he's he's in Seattle. He's not even in Starling City. He's in Seattle. He's in a brand new you said Starling City. Starling Star City, whatever. <laughs> All of that is very different. Very so the different you'd have a much different sense of talent because you're not going to go hire a nineteen year old, twenty year old kid to play him. You've got to find somebody older. You're not going to hire Katie Cassidy to play Dinah because you need somebody who's right. older. That sort of thing. So it, it, yes, you'd have a different caliber of people or a different type of person. I, I it, it almost. There's nothing wrong with the caliber of people that are there. For the type of show that Flash is, right. everyone in it is fantastic. It's drama. Yeah. But not even the type of show. Here, and this is where I was getting with this question was, for Flash, the, type, the, the character Flash, it works very well on the CW. You couldn't put Punisher on CW. You couldn't put him on, on ABC because of just the nature of the character. Well, if you did, it's a very, very, very watered-down character. Even Arrow. Yes, Arrow so what, but that's, be... that's, that is the nature of television. But I think if you were to put the Flash that's on... That's funny. They made yeah. Arrow darker than Arrow actually is. is. That is right. true. Arrow was darker than Green Arrow. He kills people in the first season right. left and right. But, versus, I, I, but if you were yeah. to put like Flash on television, you because, I mean, the, the rogues, as beloved as they are, uh, you know, uh, Mirror Master and Captain Boomerang, they're also... I think you would get a a version of the villain that would be a little closer to how vicious they could be in the comics. Mm-hmm. Whereas in the show, everyone's just sort of... I never really get that. I mean, that's the thing with, with Gotham. I mean, Gotham is trying hard to be as dark as it can be. But, but it's also... A network television. It has network television. And Which, that was my, my question. Yeah, my I thing mean, was, Superman could work on television. Superman would work great on Netflix, whereas too. Whereas Batman they'd also get a bigger would budget. work... Batman would work so much better as a series on Netflix. See, I don't know. Netflix also has given bigger budgets to those shows, too. Okay, even if you want AMC. FX. I, I, you could... Eat, I, I, see, we've already seen budget concerns with AMC. But if you want to talk about budget, look at the second season of Walking Dead. Oh, I'm not even talking budget-wise. I'm just talking what you can do, you, what you can get yeah, away with. Yeah, but that's, that's with, what I'm saying. Really. Is, is I, what, what you, but you're also... You're, you're, 
if you put Flash on AMC, you're, sac- you're probably sacrificing ratings. Remember, we take Walking Dead out of the picture completely. Walking yes. Dead is it's, it's something completely different than anything anyone's ever seen before. It's a phenomenon that's coming and, around. And, and no one else has been able to, re- to replicate it. No one else has been right. able to do these sort of things. We've seen FX just canceled, Bast- just canceled Bastard Executioner after one season. Mm-hmm. Really expensive show that they thought would build off of Sons of Anarchy and this idea of, of Game of Thrones and all these other shows. And they basically have a show in which a bunch of people die, nobody gives a damn, and it's canceled. Did you make you it past the first episode? No, I never watched another episode. I got through 20 minutes of it, and I just, it was good. I didn't care. I've seen it, it all. The first episode wasn't good until the end. It wasn't interesting until the end, and then it just ran into, I've got 30 other things that I'm trying to and do. And that's I what I had. You know, I don't care about it. Um, it's, it, you're, you're, we're arguing, you know, dollars and donuts here because, it's just a different sort of thing. Why, why is Daredevil on Netflix instead of ABC? Because Marvel wanted more direct control. Right. Right. You know, you have a network that ultimately they have to answer to ABC, mm-hmm. which they own in a way. Disney owns both right. and all that other stuff. But yes, Jeff Loeb answers to a different boss than Kevin Feige. Right. And you can do When more. Loeb is, is doing S.H.I.E.L.D., He's answering to a different boss than Netflix, in which he's pretty much the boss. Right. Well, Netflix is the way they have their things set up is you make the product, we'll air it. Right. But yeah. I, I think, but I think the bigger thing about Netflix is that it's not so much that you can get away with more on Netflix. You can. But I think the the bigger issue with Netflix is that it's an easier sell than it was on mm-hmm. would be on network TV. There's still a very big divide between television viewers and on Netflix viewers. You could get away. Far easier with a Daredevil, or I mean, you could get away with like even Supergirl would be an easier sell on Netflix than it would be on network TV, and, mm-hmm. and that's not you know nothing against you know Supergirl is doing very well for itself, but again, Superman, I think you know when it's but on you have Netflix, potential too. I mean, you have different look potential. At TV, there's the potential there. You do have you'd have different potentials, but I think when somebody looks at a show, You're also on looking Netflix. at advertising, I mean, right. that's the the difference is yes, why, exactly. why do you put it on TV because you still have advertisers pay for it as great as as Daredevil is. You don't have Coke going up to Marvel and going, hey, we'll pay you $5 million to right. sponsor this. Right. That, that's coming. Well, you I don't, guarantee you, you, you that's also coming. don't. You also. It's going to be like a sports stadium. You're Daredevil telling presented Red by Hell, Coke. Even right. Jessica Jones, there's a bunch of, like, Samsung and Apple are all. Like, Red Bull. Red Bull, they're all prominently. Yeah, well, that's, that's, that's a rock star. That's that's a a Wild Turkey is on there. That's yeah. the bourbon of choice. That but that's did. a different beast than having. If you turn on Jessica Jones, you still have to answer watch, to the advertisers yeah, on and regular you TV. Watch the first, you, know, you get the, the title sequence, and then you get, Mommy, what are we having for dinner tonight? We're having Coke. That's that's not a food. It's okay. We're still having Coke. They look right. at the camera and they smile, and then you get into it. That's something completely different. And then on your than, show, you better not say anything bad about Coca Cola because yeah. Coke is going to pull out. Which is again for me, like I look at and the, even with the Samsung and the and the rock stars and things like that. Most of the time, the rock star was turned around where you didn't see it. The Samsung, it's not like it. They're doing a pan from the logo up to Jessica, so it, they it, look at she looks at her phone like POV voice. Yeah, and it's Samsung, Samsung right But on that's top. because that's also the phone the they're guy, using. The, one yeah, of the but other they, they didn't use that phone Apple on iPhone. iPhone no, they phone. they probably they probably went to Samsung and said, "Look, we need a phone." Yeah, they didn't go to Samsung. They just Samsung go to they, they to just them. go. Yeah, well, that's right, Terry. It's probably it's probably one of the you have them just going to a marketing firm, going, "She needs to use a phone. Find right. out who's going to pay for it." Boom. Right. Hey, you know what? Samsung has a right phone. Apple doesn't have anything on theirs. Boom. Um. Well, the other thing is, which also, phone does Disney own? They they tell a shorter All story. You don't have to tell a 22, right. 23 you episode. Ha- you're, you're not locked down to TV. That, that's why that's why I look at the the internet version of television versus the regular. That it, 
it's easier sell. Like someone's gonna, someone more would more readily buy Iron Fist as a character on Netflix because people give it more leniency mm-hmm. because like, oh, it's just it's just that internet thing. It'll never last, and people uh, will be more willing to watch Iron Fist even if it's a little goofier. You know, even if you get like, like again, even if you were to do like my ideal, you know, Luke Cage and Iron Fist show, which is a show in the seventies and it's them fighting street level crime and having fun. If you did that on Netflix... Oh, he's got to... If you do that, he's got to have the, the tiara. Headband. That's yep. not going to fit. You can't set it in the 70s. No, I know, but... but, uh, they but as a, the, as a thought travel. As a thought <laughs> experiment, that show would be an easy sell on Netflix because people go like, yeah, I'll check that out. If you put it on network TV, there would be the like, I don't know about this. Would that work? There'd be a lot of hemming and hawing about whether or not the content works. Look, you're also not beholden to 22 minutes or 52 right. minutes. You could tell a story how you want it, when you want uh-huh. it, and people binge watch. Still me watching uh, Game of Thrones here. I'm like, how fucking long is this episode? Right. I thought it was only an hour. Yeah, which so, is like, like the, yeah, the first episode of Man in the High Castle, a show you can never get away with on regular TV. I guarantee it. Even though it's a very tame show, they don't. There's not a lot of cursing. There's not that when they shoot people, they're not really showing you a lot of blood. But just for the content alone, it's a, yeah, it's a tone and a content thing. You're, you're not going to never gonna sell CBS the idea that America has been taken over by, by the Nazis, Nazis and the and Statue of Liberty is something is Zig yeah, Heiling. I mean, it would have to be so different. Right. Then, then kind of the tone of what I imagine uh, High Castle is. So, yes. speaking of telling your own stories the way you want to tell them, Ethan, hit the segue button. Segue. George Lucas. That was like so half hearted. Yes, it was. Do it again. Segway. Oh, come on. Give that's me. Because this worse. is a good one. Segway. Oh, my God. That goes my ears. So, speaking of being able to tell your own story the way you want to tell it. George Lucas has finally broke the seal on his lips, and part I think of it's it, finally a seal. I don't think anyone really cared. They, I, don't I mean, think, we, hell, we've he known he didn't even care. He's we've known like, the oh, story well. that he's not involved, so right. it's not. It's not like I don't think a lot of people were running to him, going, "What happened? What happened? What happened?" This happens to be an interview that he did. That's going. To, I guess it's airing on CBS this morning at some I think point. So, yeah. I mean, he's had some relationship with CBS because the last big interview after he sold that company was with CBS uh-huh. this morning too. But, but yeah, he finally he, stepped up and said why. He said that he had Lucas had come up with story treatments for a trilogy, but that was before uh, Disney had bought. Oh, it. it was way before. It was back in the eighties. Well, no, but this is he's he had something concrete to do three more films, and then Disney buys it. Their then their meetings or what have you. He did, they decide they want to do something else. He Once says, they quote, announced the quote, they seven. decided they didn't want to use those stories. They decided they were going to do their own thing. They weren't that keen to have me involved anyway, but at the same time, I said, if I get in there, I'm just going to cause trouble because they're not going to do what I want them to do, and I don't have the control to do that anymore. All I would do is muck everything up. So I said, okay, I'll go my own way, and I'll let them go their way. Um, He says, uh, to continue the quote, the issue was ultimately they looked at the stories, and they said, we want to make something for the fans. So I said, all I want to do... So I said, all I want to do is tell a story of what happened. It started here and went there. It's all about generations and issues of fathers and sons and grandfathers. It's a family soap opera. His story dealt with the grandsons of these mm-hmm. characters from the original trilogy. Well, he's, he mentioned what, what it basically sounded like is he's dealing with brand new characters, and there wasn't there were there were familial connections, just like you know you, you see Anakin from one to the other, but you, right. you know you never see. Princess Amidala in the original trilogy. You, they were characters that were connected that you never saw. You right. never saw Senator. You, know, you never saw her father. Uh, you, never, you never saw Bale. You never saw these Jedi masters mm-hmm. or anything like that. Um, because it, it, then JJ can, went to say before he showed up. So JJ Abrams quote: "Before I showed up, it was already something that Disney had decided they wanted to go a different way with. The spirit of what 
Lucas wrote, both in those pages and prior, is everything that this movie is built upon. Um, there's even fans that are questioning why there's no based on credit for George Lucas in the poster. J.J. Uh, Abrams' quote continues, I don't know why that isn't on the poster. It's a valid point. I'm sure there'll be a credit in the film. We're standing on the shoulders of episodes one through six. So it, 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 the, the point is that it was Disney. It wasn't J.J. saying, I don't want to do what George does. It was Disney from the start saying, we're going to do our own thing. We're going to bring in our own people. Right. This is kind of what we want to do. The further quote from that is that isn't in, in this article. He's talking about that being a soap opera. It wasn't just about spaceships sort of thing. And that's what I was going to say. The implication being is that Disney just wanted to make a spaceship film. And they wanted to but, sell toys. Well, yeah, so did George. But, um, that, but he says in there that he, this is a soap opera film, not about spaceships, not about action figures and selling toys. And I was... And a lot I of people were saying, like, like well, that's, that's what the first three films were. You just made spaceship films. The, 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 the flip of that is also... As I said after that that first trailer, I really hope the movie has half as much heart as the trailer mm -hmm. does because the trailer has a lot of emotion in it. Now we'll see. There's still this open possibility, and no one seems to be talking about it anymore. This open possibility that we're going to go see this film and it's going to be a piece of shit. That is true. True. The best parts we've more than seen. likely. It's not from what we've seen and what we hope, but it's out there. As someone said, the, the first trailer came out. And this one of my friends on Facebook was like, this is amazing. This is incredible. And the first comment from one of his friends was, yeah, we both said the same thing about episode one. That's true. We loved that episode one trailer. The first trailer the very for episode trailer, one yeah. is yeah. really fantastic. It's a, good, it's it's a, a great, great trailer. trailer. They did a great trailer. And they're following that marketing plan mm -hmm. as we keep seeing TV spots that are connected to each character. In episode one, they were doing TV spots based on different themes, on honor and friendship and stuff like that. Right. And so... Whatever it is, it, it is what it, we know that George doesn't have a connection to it. And now fans are like, yay, yay. Also, have to remember, which is dead. Yeah, which, you don't have which, any of which. this. Do you, you think people will say that about Doctor Who when Moffat's gone? Yes. See, Moffat's They said it about Thatcher. They'll say it this about is, Stephen this Moffat. Is, this is a different beast, though. Moffat has, is standing up. George created all of this. He created this world. He right. allowed the people that came in at the time. Why do we love Star Wars so much? Because of Empire. George Lucas had to hire Lawrence Kasdan and Irvin Kirshner. And that was exactly and yes, he, maybe my next he makes point. the mistake because Kirshner probably should have directed Return of the Jedi or someone like him. And the he, quit. Rumor is, he quit Return of the Jedi. Well, basically, the, the yeah. rumor was is Lucas wanted more of a yes man. Right. He yes. had problems with Kirshner and in, in, in Empire. And again, he owns it. He gets to do whatever he wants. We, we've he talked about that. So it's, where it's, it is his property. He can. It, it's his backyard. He can do whatever he wants. I'm excited to see someone else do it because I've always enjoyed what other people have done with it. Some of my favorite Star Wars stories are obviously stuff that never has anything mm -hmm. to do. It's stuff written by uh, uh, Tim Veach. It's stuff written by Michael P. McDowell. It's stuff written by Michael Stackpole. It's stuff written by Timothy Zahn. It's stuff written by Karen Travis. So... He built this world that other people are going to play in. I'm excited to see what JJ and company, and of course he hired so he hired a whole bunch of people that have worked on Star Wars before. Right. You know, Lawrence Kasdan's a part of this. But we've talked about this before, where we've said George is great at coming up with the the creation, the concept. He did it with Indiana Jones. He did it with Star Wars. Even Willow is a great idea. But what he did were, in the Star Wars universe. for the best for the best ideas or for the best movies of those of, of his ideas well, when were you, the cl the collaboration with other people. When you world well, let's remember we all love Star Wars. Mm -hmm. He wrote Star Wars and he directed Star Wars. Correct. A New Hope is all him. It's it's all him. But if you ask the majority of people what their favorite Star Wars film is, 
99% of the time, people will tell you Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. My eight-year-old daughter will tell you Empire Strikes Back. Well, that's because she just listens to you. <laughs> but it, it, it's, yes. He, let's not forget, he built a world that a lot of people play. Gene Roddenberry built a world in Star Trek. Correct. Even their, their own people could not wait until Gene Roddenberry died so that they could start writing stories that were more dramatically... When he dies in the middle of DS9, who was it that was the producer well, he or whatever? Died, he, died, he died middle of Next Gen. Or Next Gen. And, yes. and the, basically, like, those edicts finally fell away. You know, The crew was allowed to hate each other and stuff like that. DS9 is a completely anti-Roddenberry show. They could have right. never developed that show. Your idea that your first officer and your captain are not exactly on the same page... That never would have happened. Right. A lot of the conflict that you saw, and go back and watch those first episodes. There's no conflict between. Do the you crew. think, as a creator, and and, and uh, as a person that's created things, it, it's it's very hard to let other people play. And I mean, I've you and I have gone back and forth when we've been writing and on something that I've created. But that's you, you never create something that's just yours. Even right. people that are like you know written, created. What you but still when have, you, you still when have, you have an have editor, something... you still have something. If you write, if you write a book, if you look at a Stephen King book, that's not just Stephen if, King. if you get. I, and I understand, this, and I know from from well, my and, own experiences, and, when you become so tunnel visioned and so narrow minded that you don't let other people's well, that's, opinions that, affect that, you. That's the that's, that's the interesting thing. Thing. <laughs> That's that's the that, well that's sort of the interesting dichotomy. If we're if we're looking at you know George no, Lucas, <laughs> if we're looking at George Lucas and Gene Roddenberry. Gene Roddenberry has a has a very positive outlook of the future and he had a very specific vision, mm-hmm. but he also was a man who understood good story. So even by season three of Next Gen, he let uh, Rick Berman, yeah. you know, he, Rick Berman's like, look, it's very hard to get, con-. and he was like, I understand, and he pulled back, and then that's when season three of Next Gen is amazing because that's that big shift where he's like, I understand, I understand the concerns. I know it's good working story. Working in the '60s isn't working in the '80s. Yes, 80s, exactly, whatever. and he understood that and was willing to let go. George Lucas, by Return of the Jedi, was, I want my toy money, you know, design cute was his edict for the Ewoks, mm-hmm. because originally the fight was going to be on Kashyyyk, uh, Irving Kirshner would not let him do what he wanted, and Irving basically quit, and George got a guy who was basically going to give him everything he wanted. Han Solo was going to die. Well, your toys sell too well to die. I'm sorry. Well, he also Harrison wanted a more Ford. positive ending for it. Right. Look, Which hey, is, the way Harrison Ford's been with this movie, as I'm said, glad he didn't die. What, well, here's the thing: is the, the remember some of the stories that have come out from this? The original vision of Jedi was much different. The rebellion right. was supposed to be in tatters at the end. But, right. But they even throw okay. everything at the Empire. Han dies. Princess Leia. You know, Luke goes off into the sunset. Like I don't. I don't give a crap about. What do you of think of the anymore. idea? That Luke but you did. also look at uh, Crystal Skull, which is a movie that everyone has said was a chore to work on because he was not going to give ground on anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, anything. Well, Even down a- to the point where, like, you know, as much as you know, nuking the fridge became jump the shark for films. And George is like, it was a good idea. I'm sorry you guys didn't like it. And you even have Steven Spielberg going, like, no, 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 it was really me. Uh, you know, like, you know, well, like I think trying a lot to of, take the heat off here's of his the thing. friend. It's the same thing that I'm reading in here where it's like, well, George is now saying it's our fault for not liking the movies. I think a lot of people are ascribing their personal feelings. Right. We've turned George Lucas into the villain. Yes. And he's not. A lot of people have. The thing, did you ever read the making of when they, they released yes. the book that has all yeah. four films? The thing with Crystal Skull was George had all of these ideas, which were actually better 10, 15 years ago. Right. And Spielberg and Ford said, we're not doing that. That's dumb. Look. His original, I mean, reading that first kind of idea where he did want to put it in the 50s, he did want to do it with aliens. That was part of it, is he wanted to do it with aliens, and Spielberg and, and Ford are like, that's, that, no, that's, that's stupid. And he's like, why? 
You have a 9,000-year-old knight guarding the cup of Christ in the last movie. Is this really out of the realm that other people, other beings exist in the galaxy and, the, the, and come down yeah. here? I think Spielberg was also like, well, I don't want to do Close Encounters again, again and yeah. all of these sort of things. It was all these different things that came together that made that film so much later. And now, yeah, we look at it. We've had this discussion a hundred times, well, probably maybe a dozen times on it, of there could have been something really great if yes. they had really... Uh-huh. Buckle, you know, buckle down and said, this is what this film's right. going to be and it's going to be much different. Right, yeah. If That's they, if they had got. told George, like, like okay, because basically they said, fine, we'll do it, and then they did it his way. The only thing even Steven Spielberg said that he buckled on, the only thing that he would really give any way on was, like, the original title of the film was Indiana Jones and the Invasion of the Saucermen, which is a great title. Yeah, that's if a really the, cool if, title. If the movie was a little bit, you know, more focused on the aliens. Mm -hmm. which well, that's what originally it was supposed to be. Even more heavy hand. But even so, like, even George's vision of the movie changed. But that was pretty much all they said he gave on. They made, named a Crystal Skull and was like, look, the movie's not about aliens that much anymore. Let's change the title. Right. And he was like, fine. That's, all, that, that's basically your one. Everybody gets one. And that's basically all anybody will say he he gave on in terms of storytelling was fine. You can change the title. Everything else is my way. Look, here's and, the, and that, that to me, that to me is like, it's like, but there's a lot of creators that are that way. There's there a lot are of a lot of creators, creators that there are. That are and I don't, way. I don't blame George exclusively for that, but I, but I, you sort of look at that transition. You've got a guy who makes the original star Wars movie who has to work with the constraints of budget and has a lot of people telling him like, maybe this will work a little bit better. Let's try this. And he's willing to listen but then you get to, and then you have Empire Strikes Back, where he's very hands-off because he's working on other projects. But then you get to the George Lucas of Return of the Jedi and Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, which are basically, you're doing it my way, whether you like it or not. Right. And, and to me, that's sort of like the tragic, the tragedy of George Lucas as a guy who became so fixated on his final vision. When you look at the, 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 the quality and tone of even the prequel trilogy, where... That was another set of movies where it was all, what if we tried this, George? No. You're listening to me this time. I don't want another Empire Strikes Back on my hands. And yet at the end of the day, sold it for more than $4 billion. Yes. George yes. Lucas. And, and that's the thing. It's like, I don't, I don't blame him. It's his, it, you know, it, it, like, I am. That's, that's, I mean, yeah. we're talking about something like Battlefront, where people are like, uh, this game sucks. This game is terrible. Uh, one of one of the guys on my Facebook page was just like, it sounds like, because they're already developing Battlefront 2, yes. and they're like, well, it sounds like the internet's saying, you know, we put a game out, we put a half-assed game out there for $110, and that's why we're making Battlefront 2, and I was like, no, you're missing the big part of the quote. We put a half-assed game out there for $110, and you couldn't fucking wait to pay for it. Right. right. So many of you, not you in terms of the And table. now there are already people who have been burned on this game going... Battlefront 2 is going to be the saving it. grace. Right. Here's the thing. I bought the, I bought the Deluxe Edition, and the only thing the Deluxe Edition had, now that it's come out, is one blaster, one card, and one emo emotion or thing. Yeah, something like that. And that was it for can, an extra $10. Can you play like, as, as a sad emoji? No, which is, the, the emotion things are stupid. because If you could play as like an emoji, that they're, they're basically I, want, like, I want the emo rebel that's just walking I guess I'll shoot someone. Well, no, it's not even we're like that. We're never going to win. Freaking conformists wearing your gray and khaki. Don't you understand? We're, we're never going to win. No, no with, so with, with these emotion oh, that things. That game would be awesome. Oh, yeah, we would. But the, the way these emotion things work, it's basically, you know the taunting, uh, Ethan, the, the taunting yeah, phase that's what, it, in wrestling? Yeah, that's exactly what it is. It's, 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 like, a, it it's like a taunt. I mean, I, I kind of wish they would have gone the battlefield route and it's actually had had commands. Yeah. That's, like, that's, another, that's one of my other big pet peeves. There's no commands in this game. You can kind of be like, that way. But there's no, like, 
you know, there's no like go attack this, go attack that. There's no it's 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 okay. the it's the it's the caption to the to the you know the what's the the live die repeat from uh, the Tom Cruise movie, which is actually a really great movie. That's Love how I feel. It. I was surprised at that movie, but anyway, you were so mad when I, I saw know. that movie. I go to see that movie, and I come, he's like, "Why did you go see that? It That's was supposed to be a piece of shit." And I, and I look great. at him and I go, so, like, "Every review have said it's good." He's like, "No, no, every review was terrible." Where? And Rich just picks up his phone. He starts scrolling. He's like. No, I know I saw them. I know there were bad reviews or something. And I ended up watching it. I've actually watched it a few times. Which is a great adaptation okay. of a manga. So here's the thing. Real quick on manga. the George Lucas to wrap it up. Manga. George Lucas never wanted to be a movie house. He wanted to do independent right. films. Which is still his dream. Yes. And he has the money to do it. He just needs to buckle down and do it. But here's the bigger picture. If you look at the tale yeah, I would of, take it easy. I don't like, oh, if you look at the tale of Anakin Skywalker, is the tale of George Lucas. George Lucas killed children. Yeah, he's a he's a. A lot of people say they killed his child. They killed. He killed their childhood. George Lucas became Darth Vader. He became the Emperor. Everything had all the power so is, had to so be is, his. Is the re- end of the Return of the Jedi? So it's basically George Lucas, JJ Abrams being, Luke ang- being angry with the fans. So he throws Lucasfilm down the. The cavern that is Disney is—is is that the implication? I don't know. Where are you going with this, Rich? You gotta it, lay it out for me. Look. So wait, wait, so the emperor hits the bottom of the cavern. There's just like a big pile of money. Yeah, that's <laughs> no. That, I don't know. Hey, I, this is pretty cool down here. I, I look see, at all these credits. I can build all I'm of the Death you, Stars I want. Listen, see, because I see that and I go, it's like, so, so is so instead of the cavern, it's Disney and Disney is saving Star Wars. Yes. Because I sort of look at George Disney Lucas is the becoming rebellion. what he hated. Well, he that's, did. That's, but that's, that's a big. That's, that's, that's the, the part. That's, that's a big story. That's the. That's, there's, a, there's a great book from. Oh God, it's so many years ago. It all these. Anakin became what he hated. There's all of these different. But essays. he was always a dick in those movies. <laughs> but he still. He was always what he hated. But he still became. He was what a he slave hated. to himself. And, and he hated and he sand. He hated sand. And he came back. And there's a there's a, there's a whole book that's a bunch of essays on on different Star Wars. One of my favorite ones is how it's, um, uh, how I learned to love Episode One. And, but there's a very there's one of those about George Lucas. George Lucas started out as an independent filmmaker, and what he what he did is he became independent by having a lot of money. Yes, mm-hmm. and he could do whatever he wanted because then, once he did Star Wars, remember no one wanted to work with him for Star Wars. Right, right. Nobody, nobody with any cash. He had to go all over the place. The, well, the Paramount, of, uh, Paramount said no everybody and, said yeah. no, and he found and the same thing. He, when he found 20th Century Fox, they're still like, we're not going to give you the money you want. You're right. going to have to go find the money somewhere else. We'll distribute it. But we're not going to give you a lot of cash for this. Uh-huh. And that's why he turned like, well, if you're going to make me find the cash, I'm going to keep all the rights. Smartest thing he ever did. He didn't become what he hated as much as he just sort of became something completely different. Somebody who wanted to be a maverick and an independent who had a whole lot of money and did what every creative endeavor does in which you get super, super scared that you're going to screw it up. This is comic books. Frank Miller and Daredevil. Let's go all the way back to Daredevil. Daredevil is a title about to get canceled. It's one of the oldest characters of Marvel at the time mm-hmm. in the 80s. They don't know what the hell to do with it. They give it to Frank. And they're like, "Here, we go. okay, you you write it. Just write whatever you want. We don't care. We, no, we're going to cancel this book anyway. Do what you want. Daredevil. He does whatever he wants. He gets about a year and two years into this story, and it's amazing. And then they stop him and say, do it again. Do, I want you to do exactly what you did for the last two years. Just keep doing it. Because right. now we're so scared that if you do something different, it's going to fail. We've seen all these successes because we do, we've done something different. We look at something like Daredevil, the Netflix Daredevil, and it's a success because it's different. And now we're going to get 
Jessica Jones and Iron Fist and Punisher and Moon Knight and Power Man and all of these that are going to be pretty much the same thing because mm -hmm. we're afraid of doing something different. What did I complain about after I saw Ant-Man? It's just a Marvel movie. Right. We, Marvel was such a different sort of thing when we saw Iron Man. We saw a big superhero story with a great budget and great acting and great directing, and we saw it with Iron Man, and we saw it with Thor, and then we saw it with Avengers, and then we saw it with Cap 2, and we're like, this is awesome. And then you get to Ant-Man and go, I've seen this 30 times. This is exactly what Marvel does. This isn't a big stretch. Everyone's and like, that's oh, why Guardians was such a hit. No, Guardians wasn't a hit. Guardians is a Marvel movie. It's Avengers in space. It, it is, is, but no, it was something it's, different. No, it's not. It's not a different film. It's got a different background. It's the same film. You probably think it's the same because you've seen the same movie. <laughs> it's, I haven't seen it, it this is, week. It this is probably fits, the first week in a year I haven't seen it. It fits into the mold of what <clears throat> makes a Marvel film a Marvel film. Why do we love Daredevil so much? Because it exists in the Marvel Universe, and it's not like a Marvel film. Yes. Why do we hate S.H.I.E.L.D. so much? Because it exists in the Marvel Universe, and it's not enough like a Marvel film. We get put into that box, into that mold. It's a great mold. It's a great box. People love being in it. But by the time you get to even Avengers 2, you're looking at it going, this is kind of the same thing. Why did we love Cap? It feels a lot different than a lot of the other films mm -hmm. because it's not a superhero film. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, uh, 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 so do you uh, think uh, an action film? George Lucas making the same, uh, George Lucas fell into his own trap, basically. Well, that's it. I've said for the last two years, if you really look at it, he didn't make the same films. Correct. That's no, my, my fear is that J.J. Abrams is going to make Star Wars. Just remake new. We uh, already know what, what, what Starkiller base is. Yes. I've got a lot of the same yeah. ships. And, and for me, it's got like, a lot of the same characters. I've seen J.J. Abrams do Star Wars. He called it Star Trek. Well, there's a lot of people that have said that now that the, the Star Trek. That's movie what it is. Like even is foreshadowing. Even for watching the, even just watching that first movie, it's just like he, they turned, you know, they turned Jim Kirk into like a country bumpkin who needs to get out he's from from Middle America. No, he's Luke Skywalker. They even have a like a shot where he's like where he's like staring off into the sun. Just like his Obi Wan. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Well, I think if you do the Star Trek analogy, why do, why do so many Star Trek fans love Deep Space Nine so much? It's because it was different it's than so anything different. you saw. It's, it's stationary, literally a station. The characters are so completely different. The, the, where the characters came from were so different. So you're going, think, and for Deep Space Nine, you're going out into the universe of Star Trek, and you've moved away from the Federation. Do yeah. you think Rogue One will be more popular or will be a better Rogue movie? Rogue One will be interesting because they're selling it as a hard war film. Yeah, it, it depends. How different are they going to get? Right. If, if you have the... We're looking at, at Episode 7. We haven't seen a rating for it yet because we're all just... It's got to be PG-13, doesn't it? That's going to be very different. Revenge of the Sith was PG-13. Yes. There was no reason for that to be PG-13. Right. The only, the only reason, reason it was PG-13 was because a bunch of kids got slaughtered. Well, no. And the end of it was it's, because it's of the, the end. end. It's the last third of it because he starts slaughtering a whole bunch of people. When he shows up on Mustafar, he just cuts people in half for no reason. If it's in tone with it, it, it we've said that we're kind of scared that this whole thing is just a fan. You know, a, a, great, a love letter. That's great. I don't blame George for episode one, two, and three because he looked and said, I'm not making the same three films. Mm -hmm. Right. I'm making a much more complex film that's really in a completely different galaxy. One of the fears that I saw when we first started realizing some what some of this was, when we went to Celebration, right. and it says well, the, 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 the TIE fighter, post-TIE fighter is a part of the resistance. Wait, what? We're going to get a film where... Start the, the rebe there's still the rebellion? Excellent. And still the... No, not at that. There's still the rebellion. You said pose. You said pose. Tie fighter. Whatever. Pose X wing. 
the fact the fact that this faction is called the Resistance. Yes. And we're like, really? Yeah. What Again? happened at the end of number? Yeah, well, exactly. yeah, but that's you, the yeah, thing. That's the question. Now that was my big question. She was like, if we're getting six ends so well with the like, and, what's and, going and what now? they're doing, what, what it happened like in the last from, thirty years? Well, that's the thing is that's part of the story that we're we're discovering is what happened in between and what's different. That might be the more interesting story. The interesting part of the EU is what what how does this change? How does this how do you get to the end of the legacy series when you're going into the, the, the Jedi series or whatever, and you have a galactic republic that's made up of the Empire and the Republic together. It's due, it's different. It's it, well those the first three films those first three films are very, very different than the the, the the prequels are very different than the first three films. If episode seven is really just the original trilogy again, uh, we've had a lot of time, but someone like me that grew up with I'm no, I'm not interested in the same thing. But the most important, most exciting. Maybe I am. I don't know. Maybe I'll enjoy it. And I'll go. Hey, this is just like Star Wars. The most exciting thing about the expanded universe is literally in the name. It is it, the expanded universe. You're learning yeah. more than just what happens with these certain characters that we've seen in the movie. That was what was so interesting. Yes, a lot of the books and things dealt with those characters, but it expanded out from what it was. Well, it's just. I mean, what. The, the different sort of person that Luke is, you know, the, the reestablishing the Jedi Order and stuff like that. It's something different. It, okay. It's... So speaking of something different, real quick, Battlefront is beginning some very, very mixed reviews. That's review. not different at all. Getting some very, very mixed reviews. It's not getting mixed reviews. It's getting... It's getting horrible reviews. It's getting... It's getting but uh, it's making the money. Yeah, but well, yeah, it was going to make money anyways. It didn't make Fallout that's money. That's not a mixed review. Look, Tran- Transformers 4 was it got, terrible. It made yeah, a lot of money. The Battlefront got meh reviews. And the it made money reviews, because what of do you stories. Think? Mostly negative, mostly positive. No, they're, they're very... The, the, everyone has basically said the game is not worth the price. Fun, but not worth the price. And the gameplay is meh. I've, I've seen... The reviews that I'm seeing are... It, I, I kind of wish I didn't pay as much for this. Right. Down to... I got ripped off. Right. Okay. No Ethan one. No Kurt, one. Ha, no one has said outright bad. But everyone's gonna come. Well, one person did. One person, but but everyone's gone. But that was meh, different. Meh. Ethan, Chris, you both watched me play for a little bit today. What did you think of what you saw? It just, it, it it's it's a first person shooter with a with a Star Wars skin, which is exciting maybe twenty years ago, but when you have really good FPSs that are out there, if you're gonna give me Star Wars. I can't just. I, I don't want to play Halo, and instead of Master Chief, I'm playing as Stormtrooper. Yes. It's just you know, it's got to be more. It, it doesn't feel like it has anything to do with the universe. That's the problem when you don't have a story mode. When you have the story mode for the PSP game, you're you're fighting as this rebel faction, this piece, you know, this special forces group that's in there. I feel like I'm in a Star Wars story. Right. I have mm-hmm. to do something. There is no Star Wars story to this. There it's is just... no Star Wars story. You're you're switching every time you play right. on multiplayer. Yeah. The from... reviews are it's not worth the price. Yeah. It, that that is that if is you, the if crux. you give me a Star Wars story, if you give me hours of gameplay in a Star Wars story where I'm I'm following whatever a brand new story that's a brand new story. Wars... I I if you would have had a story where you start off as a clone trooper. And you go through those those last two films, and then you become a stormtrooper, and you go through the original trilogy, and then on the other side, you play as a member of the Confederate systems, and you go through the last two films, and then you become a part of the rebellion, fighting the Empire. <laughs> that to me is an interesting story. Mm-hmm. And then if you say, okay, after you're done with this, you then get to play with a thousand other people online, and you get all these cool weapons and stuff. I have no problem with that. When you're just basically saying. I'm going to give you Titanfall, I'm going to give you the online Halo, I'm going to give you Battlefront, I'm going to give you whatever. But instead of a instead of a, an SMG machine gun, I'm giving you a, a, a DL7 gun. 
and it's lasers instead of bullets. I mean, it looks cool. We sat here today when you were playing on Celeste. I'm like, oh, look, there's a Super Star Destroyer up in the air. Yeah. Up a, doesn't mean anything. It if doesn't the story is you have to get up to the Super Star Destroyer and destroy it, right. that's a Star Wars because, story. Because there it, just isn't a Star it Wars story have, there. It does, yeah, that's the thing. is like because it's lacking the battlefront, the, the battlefront trappings from the original Battlefronts where it's like, yeah, at some point in the game, if you're playing multiplayer, you could jump into an X-Wing, fly up to that Super Star Destroyer, and then continue the battle there. This game doesn't have that. But the, but the big reviews are it's not worth it for the price you pay, and the gameplay is pretty generic. It's very but, generic. But everyone is praising the game on its aesthetic and its production. Yeah, it's gorgeous. Yeah, it looks but, great. But it, also, when people say it's like, well, it just plays like every other FPS, really, what more are you going to do? Right. Like, there well, really just isn't anything else to do well, but, except make it bigger, make it... Well, you know, that's not necessarily... Okay, but then again, that's also from a console perspective. I mean, if you, ha you have you have uh, games like uh, Team Fortress and you have games like Overwatch, which Blizzard just put out, which are trying to mix up the, the way yeah. FPSs play, which aren't available on console. But that's the thing. is like if, if I You also have to trap it within the, 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 that the Star Wars universe. Yes. You don't have, like... I mean, you see those games that the, the old games where you had, like, guns that were crazy. Yeah. You had gravity guns where you'd put it in the ground and then everything yeah, flips it, or whatever. Yeah, there's, no, there's nothing really... There's nothing... You like, yeah, you can't yeah, There's no that. specialty. And it's... The, but that's the thing. is like, the game... The, the game is, is a generic shooter, and that's sort of what everyone's problems. It's like, well, it was... You know, and they sold it as more, and they didn't deliver on it. But that's neither here nor there. The I bigger... played the game for a week, and here's what I think. I think that it is a very generic FPS shooter with a Star Wars skin on it, yes. which is what is making it appealing. What I feel like with this game is that Star Wars, the Disney, Lucasfilm, and everybody said, we have a big movie coming out. We need a video game. Make this game as fast as possible. You know what? What's the best? What's the best type of game to get out there from the people masses love of Call people? Of Duty. People love Call of Duty. People love Halo. Give me a, a first-person shooter. Yeah. Do we need a story? No, because people will buy it because it's a Star Wars game. Can't you don't and, get that and, point? And that's not good. Like, like for me, anyways. Yeah. Everything you were saying is very like. That's what we said two weeks ago. This is this is all bad. People, all, every, people are going to buy it because it's and, a Star and, Wars. And, and I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. That's not a criticism to you. With no, no, everything no, no, no. you're saying, you rapid fire sounds exactly say, it, like what somebody said in a, a meeting. Casual. Like, a casual thing is to get somebody who doesn't already play first-person shooters to buy it because it's a Star Wars right. first-person shooter. It was Command and Conquer that became Empire. Was Empire right. War the first time they did the Command and Conquer style game? 10 years ago or whatever, and they made it like in Star Empire Wars, or, you're like, yeah. this is awesome, because, but it's the same game, but for someone like me that never played any of you know Warcraft or Command & Conquer, the, the way Warcraft used to yeah, be, the, the, the strategy RCSs. games, yeah, you, you playing it as Star Wars was appealing to me, because I'm like, cool, I know all the stories, yeah, it's As Star a Wars. casual FPS player, or gamer, if I'm going to sit down and play a online multiplayer game, that, you know, an FPS game, I would much rather have a Star Wars skin than Halo or Titanfall or something else because they're when you get online they're all the same game. That's fair enough. Whether if you well, that's why it's so expensive. Yeah. The that's one thing that I wish they had was that your your weapons you could upgrade or your you know you could do different things. Right. Even with and none of that's on your, there. No, and even with customizing your character, you don't get real full customization. No. You just get a couple different yeah. facial expressions or you know and genders. It wasn't, and it wasn't, like that. Well, there were earlier ones you could play as a Wookiee, and it was such right. a different character. And, and, and that's the thing is the game made money, which is why they're already going on to number two, which means this game will be forgotten even faster yes. by the developers. But I also sort of go like. Yeah, but then you look at something like Fallout 4, which made $750 million in 24 hours, and that, that's where the shock came for me. Fallout 4 was one of the most anticipated games uh, in, in, for the last couple of years, 
and it delivered on its anticipation in terms of the money it made. I was expecting Star Wars fans to come out in droves for this game. The game did really well and made a lot of money, and they're getting a number two, Mm -hmm. but it didn't make Fallout money, which was my surprise. I give it a five out of ten. Okay, you know? so it's so a middle of the road. It's, it's a middle average. of the road. I it's average. Think, I it's think average. Those that, that, I mean, user reviews and those type of things came out in enough time that someone someone like me that six months ago or E3, I'm looking going, maybe I will buy a PS4. I want to play yeah. this game. This is going to be on. It was early enough for me to say I'm not, I'm not worried right. about Look, it. Because when I look at Metacritic and I see Battlefront is at like 6.7 or something or a 7, it, like that's not bad. That's just meh. That's meh. That on a, on a scale from one to ten, if you're a six or a seven, that's 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 D plus C minus. So average is what I look at that as, and, uh, and that seems to be exactly what they delivered on. But in a world of games where you need to be above average to make it somewhere, like Metal Gear Solid Five surprised everybody, and not only did it deliver on a really great game, mm-hmm. the reviews reflected that across the board. You can't you, you gotta you gotta be above Halo because Halo's just going to if you're trying to be Halo, Halo's gonna beat you. My feelings of the game are exactly what I just said a minute ago with Because Halo has a story. Yes. It's it, this game is a game that they put out because there's a Star Wars game. Yeah. For me, I'm playing a Star Wars game and you're happy. in the middle of the That's Star fine. Wars hype in four months, three months, maybe not even that long. When it stops getting updates, you'll move on to the next game. I will will have set it down, and I won't be playing it anymore. It'll be a game where, you know what, if Saturday night we're sitting here bored, and everybody's like, at least you didn't pay $110. No, and I wasn't. And the guy, when he went to sell it, I I said this last week, when I went to get it, the guy was like, you know, he told my wife, there's no way your husband's going to get this. And as soon as I walked in and he started to try to sell his pitch to me, and I was repeating the pitch back the other way, he's like, I, I couldn't say, you know, that you... Yeah, you, and, you know, and it's, it's, it's not his fault. He's been told by somebody to, get, you know, upsell them, make sure they get the, the upgrade, whatever. But I go, it's like, but yeah, the, the fact that they've already said, Battlefront 2's coming, guys, thank you. And that means... This game's going to be dead even faster than yeah, I predicted. Battlefront like I said, they're just going to release the one that they finished like last year, right? Like I said, if I, I, if I want to sit down and uh, you know get into a, a mode where I'm shooting Darth Vader or the Emperor or Boba Fett or Luke Skywalker, Han Solo, Princess Leia, whatever, it's fun because I get to see familiar yeah. characters, familiar settings, and you know what? When the Battle of J- Jakku comes out, then I'll play that, and it'll be a little bit more exciting because it's a brand new yeah, immersement of the Star Wars universe. And then it'll be done. Yeah, which is for me, like, that's why it's like hearing all, like, hearing, not only that, but like seeing all the reviews because the game's been out for a little bit now. I go, it's like, yeah, I'm happy I waited because I, it's like, then I won't mind paying 20 or 30 bucks down the road when it goes Would I have rather pay 20 or 30 bucks for this game? Yes. Do I think this game deserves to be 60, 70 bucks like I paid? No. And am I glad I traded in a bunch of games and got it for half price? Hell yes. And that's the thing is, that's when I kind of go... I think I think people would have been a lot more lenient towards the game if they did release it for thirty or forty bucks rather mm-hmm. than sixty and hundred and ten. Yeah, but no one's gonna do that. No. They're not gonna undersell. No. Nope. I just want to know where the sequel to Masters of Terracotta is. That's all. <laughs> Sitting in a vault somewhere. No. So on that note, let's wrap things up. Yeah, your wife's probably really pissed. She's already at the mall waiting us for for dinner. And very hungry. I she's upstairs. No, she's already taken off. Yeah, I'm glad we said 10 minutes. So When you said that, I looked at you like, what the fuck is wrong with you, 10, 15 minutes? We haven't even gotten to Lucas stuff yet. So make sure you guys check us out on Facebook.com slash Nerdables. We're also on Twitter, at Nerdables Show. And check us out on our our website, www.nerdables.com. I know, you laugh every time I say the W's. No. (laughs) Chip Zarsky retweeted something from uh, Clark Kent 
Breaking news, Jessica Jones sits backwards in a chair and smokes a cigarette at an Avengers meeting, and Thor's like, holy shit, this is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so, on that note, we're just going to wrap things up. I have nothing to say after that. I'm 